and welcome to the Disc Course, the podcast where this book made me so mad I swore and turned a whole bunch of sand into glass. As always, I'm Holly. With me is Mark. Oh boy, it's gonna be a long show, huh? <laughs> Not if I have anything to say about it. Yes. <laughs> uh, uh, hi, it's gonna be a long show because I have something to say about it. Great, and Julie. Hi, I'm I'm hoping for a middle show, you know, like something creamy, nothing too high or low. Ooh, the creamy middle, yeah. Yeah, maybe we'll yeah. get creamy middle. Yeah, you one. know. I have some things to say. Welcome to the discourse where we all, we all have something to say. Where <laughs> we all have something to say. Uh, <laughs> me. Unless you're Holly, who really just wants to go play Final Fantasy instead of doing this. This week, we're just going to cover all of Eric, um, because it's short and also, I get mad thinking about this book. <laughs> We're going to cover all of Eric because Holly refuses to do more than one episode on it. Mark, while I was finishing the reading just a couple hours ago, Mark looked over at me and was like, Holly, you look like you're in pain. <laughs> yes, you did look truly miserable to me. Uh, before we start, um, we did get uh, one DM about Guards Guards, if we want to just hit that real Ooh. quick. Oh yeah, sure. Yeah, oh yeah, definitely. that. Yeah, so this this came in for uh, Twitter user Revenge Hog. Um, oh, hi Meryl. Uh, oh, that's Meryl. Okay, I wasn't sure. Yeah. Okay, hi Meryl. Um, and uh, Meryl says, "Oh, whoops, last minute DM. Uh, feels like such a milestone to get to guards um, and the quote unquote good disc world." Uh, I never on like three reads of the book picked up the parallel between Errol and Vines and capitalism. So thank you for bringing that up. Uh, Do you have any thoughts about the BBC adaptation of The Watch? It just makes me sad. Um, My thoughts are, hey, no, don't. Mm. Uh, could you could you give us context for this? Because I have no idea what this is about. I, I think they just like did it and didn't like you know consult the relevant people. It, oh. They 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 made a show that used names and places from God's gods. Oh, it's mm-hmm. one of those. Yes. It, it's one of those things where, you know what? If this wasn't a God's gods adaptation, probably would have given it a shot. Looks kind of neat. But okay. then I was like, mmm, kind of weird, some of these things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She, and She linked the trailer, but I, I forgot to look at it. Whoops. It... it I am one of those people who, honestly, I, if you adapt something, I don't care how much you change to a certain extent, because I'm like, it's in a fucking adaptation. But in this case, it really didn't feel like they like consulted anyone. They just didn't this. try. They just did their own <laughs> yeah. thing. I, yeah. Yeah. Okay. I mean, because sometimes it's fine when they, when they just say, we're just going to do our own thing with it. But other times... Yeah, totally. Sure. Yeah. Um... Yeah, and the Discworld Discworld has a very specific like tone and style to it that I feel like would be difficult to do in a way that fans would react well to. The thing I feel about Discworld is it's so because like this is a live action show, but like Discworld's so cartoony. Like yeah, <laughs> like they, there's been a yeah. couple of like BBC movies that like they're they're fine, and like like there's one for Garden yeah. Postal that I'm like yeah, that looks fine, that looks. A- Roughly how I imagine things. It's probably not great, but you know, yeah. all, all the golems look look like men wearing rock diapers. But you know, I'm, I mean, I, I I would say ordinarily those BBC adaptations like probably like a five or six out of ten. But knowing the BBC has the amount about the same budget as like I don't know a street rat who's trying to you know start a one man band. Yeah, um, I've seen it. I'd be, yeah, like you know, it's one of those things of yeah, 
actually with what they had, I'm surprised they made a golem, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, well that's uh that's all we had. Thank you, Meryl. Um, well, thank you for asking us about guards. Thank you for reminding us of, thank you. of a good book. Now, speaking of adaptations... <laughs> uh, now let's get back to the good Terry Pratchett. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Terry Pratchett's one good book, Eric. <laughs> All right, goodbye. Okay, bye. <laughs> This is this is a, this is a podcast where we all stand, Eric, and we hate all of the other books. <laughs> God, God, God. I, I don't know if I can go that far, Mark. Like, <laughs> I'm, I, I'm always down for I'm I'm always down for a bit, but good lord, <laughs> guy who's only read Eric. Um, Getting a lot of Eric vibes from this. Getting a lot of Eric vibes. <laughs> Oh god. So it's I do think that this book starts off with promise because we do start with um yeah. Be- Beekeeper yeah. Death, uh who I love. Beekeeper Death yes. is the height of this book, to be honest. <laughs> I Death get getting into more and more obscure dad hobbies. Listen, this oh, is th- so these these are levels of Discworld death that aren't reached until we go full build door in a couple books. So he's he's here on his his farm with his his black little bees. Um, listen up, here's a story. He's making gross black honey is a thing. I desperately need to try this gross black honey. We don't know that it's gross. I think it's just I don't know if that would be appetizing Activated charcoal honey will absolutely fuck with my HRT. Mm, That that makes it even less appealing to me, honestly. (laughs) Okay, but what about squid ink honey? It doesn't involve the charcoal. Okay, that's fine. I don't know. It's, It's an aesthetic thing. You eat with your eyes, whatever. Yeah, yeah. You know, I don't, I don't know how I'd feel about it in real life. Sure. Um, I love that he wears a little beekeeper veil, and it's not because he's not going to get stung, but it's because the bees go in his skull. <laughs> yes, and it's very annoying to have bees buzzing around inside your head. Oh god, it's so good. I, I, I love it so. Um, peak, peak de- Oh, he's, uh, and you know, it's all black. Yes, absolutely. Like, the whole thing. It's fashion at this point. His his goth cottage core, death, mm-hmm. my beloved. Um. Uh, animal cross animal crossing creators could never. <laughs> uh, there's there's some invisible fucko running out there, uh, and death just goes, hmm. okay. Rinswind, invisible fucko. <laughs> Basically, I I like this intro of Rinswind in this book. I will say. Yeah. I just I think it is yeah. a silly like an unexpected way to reintroduce him after uh, sorcery. Mm-hmm. It is a very Looney Tunes way, and it really fits Rincewind and like the setting. Yeah, yeah, it's very effective for the tone and the sense of humor. Yeah, the first like twenty pages of the book are actually pretty good. Yeah, this doesn't start bad. <laughs> yeah, it. I will. I will admit it opens very strong, but then the rest of it does happen. So. <laughs> yes, we we go off the rails. Uh, we get off the treads, um, as you might say, uh, by the end here. But uh, we go to Ankhmore Pork in the summertime when the weather and is the hot. living is easy. <laughs> when the sun is blazing and Ankhmore Pork gets hot, uh, there's no very cool spot. Um, that's an extremely niche commercial for Wild Country. <laughs> Okay, I was like, sure. <laughs> Wait, a niche commercial for what? Water country. Oh yeah, right. When water the sun is blazing country, in the summer. Water country. Have, have some, some fun. fun. Is that like Waterworld? 
Is that like Waterworlds, but like I the think BBC it's a, it's edition? Main, right? I saw like mm. a lot of commercials for it, like in the local stations when I went to York, Maine. I or is it in New Hampshire? I think it's in New Hampshire. Yeah, because I, I had yeah. some friends who worked at Water Country over the summer. It's we. What's wild is that my hometown has a pretty big water park, um, mm-hmm. but I never saw a single commercial for it. But everyone knew. <laughs> well, first of all, I don't. You know what? Well, if they couldn't run a commercial because it is fucking called Water Wiz. Oh yeah, that's right. Mm. Oh, I forgot about Waterwiz. I forgot y'all got Waterwiz down there. They got, we got, got Waterwiz, and they filmed fucking scenes for an Adam Sandler movie there. Of course, yeah. This yeah. is why you always hire a seven-year-old and a fourteen-year-old to be a part mm. of any advertising campaign. Yeah. <laughs> and if they laugh at any part of it, you throw the whole thing in the garbage. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I'm looking up when. Okay, 1982. Yeah, no, that was a funny name in 1982. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, um, they don't have water whiz in uh, Ankhmore Pork. Uh, what they do have is everyone no. having a sleep. Yeah, there's a little siesta going on because it's just too dang hot. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. No one can even do crimes. It's just too hot. <laughs> it's too hot for crimes. Um, I really love this intro with like the sun being the one thing to fucking conquer Ankhmore Pork. <laughs> yes, everyone's just been baked into like dirt. <laughs> like. There's just hot grime, and no one likes it. Mm-hmm. Fucking Wareham, Massachusetts, where I grew up, is a town of, like, like constant population hovers between, like, 15 and 20,000 people, I think. Mm-hmm. Somehow, because of tourism money, it can support a water park that fucking looks like this. Yeah, that's a decent uh, water park. <laughs> yeah, oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, that's delightful. Yeah, this is like not Wareham is not a big town. <laughs> no, I've I've but been we, to Wareham. Yeah, but the thing is, is that literally like, like you pass through Wareham and you see a if you stay on the main road, you see like a first of all pair pair of lighthouses, um, and a sign mm-hmm. between them that says Gateway to the Cape. Uh-huh. It is literally just like, hey, tourists going to Cape Cod, go uh, stop here. Hey, was the beach too crowded? Well, luckily we got water whips. <laughs> Hell yeah. Yeah, I fucking I somehow was I never went to Waterwiz in my life. I think I Weird. went to Waterwiz once. Holly, we should go to Waterwiz someday. We should go to Waterwiz. I don't <laughs> live in Massachusetts anymore, though. No one says you can't come back here and go to Waterwiz. No, they said so. She's banned. <laughs> don't, oh, yeah, we're not going to talk about it on this podcast. <laughs> Who says you can't go for, home for and go reasons. to Waterwiz? Yeah. <laughs> oh God. You can't you can't visit the same stretch of you can't visit the same water slide twice. <laughs> no, you can't. Um, I like the brief bit we get with the librarian here, where he's like napping in the uh, the basement with the erotic Above books, the sex book, the the sex books that have to be kept uh, in cold water, in ice water. Yeah. God, wild. Okay, Terry. Um, I lo- and I also love that the the librarian's using it like the. The ice bath as like a, a way to AC, cool out, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Personal cooling. We also get another scene, like a a brief shot of you know some some ladies who are gonna play canasta. We got it's um the henna haired assassin. We we saw her in Life Fantastic. That's the same lady, um, yeah. right? Yes. And mm-hmm. Diome, the Witch of the Night. Hey Terry. Hey Terry. <laughs> Hey, Terry, uh, do you have, can I have her number? <laughs> Terry, you have to tell me more about the Witch are of you, the Night. Are, free, are you free? 
<laughs> I am the witch of the night. I am free, free on Friday night. Uh, uh-huh. Here's my number if you want to call me on Friday night when I'm free. Um, she, she knows that everyone's doing it on Friday night. That's her deal. Oh, oh <laughs> that makes sense. Um, so we get, we get all these scenes of all these people in Ankhmer Pork and, and they all hear just some invisible fucker running through town. Uh, shouting, causing a fuzz. Hooting and hollering. Let's go to the wizard. What, 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 wizards, what the fuck is this invisible man sleeping yes. in my bed? <laughs> <laughs> running through my bed. Who am I going to call? Uh, the wizards, apparently. Um, yeah. uh, what's this fucker's name again? Oh, here er- we go. Ezroleth <laughs> Churn. Ezroleth Churn. Terry. Excellent. Listen, no, no, such no a good old man no, name. No fucking spot on Wazy Goose, but listen. It's true. Listen, Wazy yeah. Goose forever in my heart, but Ezroleth yeah. Churn. <laughs> So he kind of stumbled into being the arch chancellor, and he really mm. just wants to like work on his thesis on these rain rituals, um, right? And, and, like pr- inc- uh, intentionally working on something incredibly ex- obscure and boring that no one will bother him about. Exactly. <laughs> but the thing is, is that all of the other arch chancellors have wound up dead in the past few books. So. Exactly. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Um, I I love this idea that he just woke up one day and everyone was like calling him sir and he's like well shit okay oh, right I there's a line I think where it says like it took him three days to figure out that he was in charge or whatever <laughs> uh, there's a line in also in here where he feels like he's several weeks past his bedtime which is also uh, <laughs> God <laughs> a mood big Evie yeah. mood a big big Evie um, big Evie and so they're they're trying to figure out what to do they're like okay is this a ghost like what's up did we exercise it um right and everyone's like no we tried that arch chancellor that didn't work he's also extremely like old and has no idea what's going on which is (laughs) very he's like hard of hearing he's he's like like we've met wizards that seem older but they don't seem as pathetically old (laughs) yes yeah (laughs) like he has no clue what's going on at any given moment. This is a senile wizard. Yes. yes. Like, people are constantly repeat, like saying things, and then he's asking, like, the exact question they just answered. Wendell Poons, who I think is... <sighs> oh, boy. Yeah, no, his name, his, 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 he's only around for a couple books, because um, he, he's, uh, he, he's a... Him dying but not dying is a major plot point of Reaper Man, and it's the first <laughs> sign that things are wrong. Mm. Um... He's like he's 130 in like Discworld years. Oh. Which if we're still going by the bullshit like 800 oh, day yeah. year means he's like 2 300 years old. Hell yeah. That and also that's in wizard years and wizards are notoriously short lived. I love when um when they're talking at this meeting and he's just like, "Well, you know, obviously uh, uh it's a ghost in in the pipes. Um just take care of it." <laughs> and it has big time um like Foxes knock over my dustbins. Speech from from guards, guards. Which I I love that when the arch chancellor is just like, yeah, this is what it is, and then they just like lean back and go to sleep. Yeah, <laughs> just furiously trying to just go back to like not having to pay attention, not having to do this. Um, and so they're they're gonna summon death to uh get the the answers just that getting. they need. Yeah. Yes. So they they summon death, and it's uh. Big time Oscar Isaac somehow Palpatine returned energy. <laughs> yes. It's like, like some of them and me, like they're trying to go through the whole motions of like, oh, he's just, it's Rincewind. Just Jesus, like, yeah. leave me to my bees. It's, like, it's, oh my al- God. it's always Rincewind, guys. It's always fucking do really, Rincewind. Do we have to do this? 
Also, I love how he appears outside of the portal and everyone's like, oh, fuck, Jesus. You're supposed to be in there. And he's like, oh, sorry. My bad. This okay. is both the spell the wizards in the disc series continuously get consistently right, but also consistently wrong at the same time. It's really quite impressive. <laughs> they get it consistently wrong. Because whenever they get it wrong, it's because some fuck shit is happening with the space time. <laughs> yes. Sure. They always do it correctly, but, like, reality is oftentimes not correct at the moment. I, I just love how already it's become the case where death is their concierge. Like. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> they just, it's like, oh, well, we don't know. Guess we ask death. <laughs> Let's call up death. Death, can you help us? <laughs> I like it. It's, it's some real Blue's Clue shit of, like, yeah. do you know the answer? Well, let's go ask death. <laughs> <laughs> Except death is just not thrilled. No, no. Okay, so on a 12, you can ask me three questions. <laughs> on a 6 on a six to Shut 8, up. you can ask me a question, but you won't like the answer. I, they got they rolled like a six, yeah. They yeah. they barely yeah. didn't fail on this. Okay, I'll be unhelpful, but accurate. It's Rincewind. Bye. So so Rincewind in question, uh wakes <laughs> the up Rincewind on a, in question. The Rincewind in question. Uh he wakes up on a floor, um and screams. And screams and screams and screams. <laughs> I do like that bit. I, 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 listen, yeah. I, this is the bit that I was reading when I like mentioned to you in Twitter DMs. That says like, it's good words making good sentences, but it's bad pages making a bad book. Yeah, yeah. I I like the bit where it's like he opened his mouth and screamed and screamed and screamed and screamed. Mm -hmm. I love. Um, uh, he put off the terrible moment of getting up and having to face all the problems of life, such as who he was and where he oh, was and God. why he was. Um, every day. Oh, every Rincewind. fucking day. Yep. yep. Every day, Rincewind. Um. <laughs> every day, every Rincewind. Fucking day. That's like every fucking day. The calendar that's all pictures of Rincewind just being sad. <laughs> Rincewind is just that Casey Green comic that's... Ah, Fuck! I truly hate being alive! That's extremely accurate, actually. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. Uh, Rincewind is uh, in some kind of lab uh, in a summoning circle. I, he's in, like, an attic. But... It's, you know it's a bad sign when you wake up in a summoning circle. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and a tiny little... Ti tiny little um, demonologist is just like, Cooked hell figure, yeah, I did yeah. it. <laughs> I'm so good at demonology. I like how Rincewind, a human man, looks down at the magic circle. It's like, yeah, this may as well be happening to me. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, well, because he just... Yep, makes sense. He just ran through, you know, a fucked up weird dimension for we don't know how long. Um, However many years that it was between Terry writing these two books. And so the, uh, the little demonologist here uh, demands three wishes of Rincewind. Uh, mastery of the world to meet the most beautiful woman who ever lived and uh, to live forever. Uh, and Rinson's just like, okay, uh, yeah, no problem. <laughs> well, I can't do that. Like, all right, there's like, there's like eight things I got to tell you first, buddy. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Where do we go? Let's let's start with a pack of gum. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I can, I can run into town and get you a pack of gum. I've got a ball. Perhaps you'd like to bounce it. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and meanwhile, the demonologist also is just saying avant over yes. and over, which is good. I don't even know what avant means. <laughs> you don't need to know. 
I don't think you need to know, yeah. Um, I do love when Rinson's like, okay, this has been great, but I gotta get back to Demon City. Like, I'll, I'll send a demon <laughs> when I get back to, right. to Demon City. <laughs> yeah. Listen, it's been great, kid. I just have to get back to Massachusetts town. <laughs> <laughs> reading reading smudge note on hand. <laughs> demon City. So he's looking at this, uh, we don't know it's a kid yet, uh, but he's looking at this demonologist, uh, and he's like, yeah, maybe if, you know, you got cleaned up and you took a shower and a shave, maybe a woman would smack you. Um, and I do love this. <laughs> right, yes. Feral little rat man, Rincewind, is Fucking just like. <laughs> owned. <laughs> maybe, maybe if you cleaned up, you know. <laughs> yeah. Don't take this the wrong way, but you're hideous. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe if you just change this whole you thing, yeah, it might work. You just gestured at all of me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. You got it. You got yeah, it. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Nailed it. You just got to start there. Um, and so yeah, in this in this conversation, uh, it is revealed that Eric is a thirteen year old boy who's yeah, wearing a he's fake wearing beard. A fake beard. <laughs> And Ritzman's like, oh, that's what you thats what you don't have that every demonologist I've ever met has. Age! <laughs> right, that's thats why things have felt weird. You're a baby. I really love Rincewind's characterization of demonologists just being the fucking worst Reddit nerds of the magic world. <laughs> yeah. It's like, like let's, let's see, he's got, the, he's got the eyes that look like a couple of wet raisins. Um, <laughs> the glass is thick enough for you to hold... Um, Seven seven thousand gallons of water. Oh, he's just a little nerd. <laughs> just a little just guy. The biggest magical libertarians that existed. Okay. Like, Whoa. oh, oh yes, I know everything about this. And it's like, no, you absolutely do not. <laughs> I yeah. I like when Terry says, um, it's like trying to beat mice to death with a rattlesnake. If you think you can, you know, harness a demon, right? Like, yeah, <laughs> really good. That's excellent. There uh, was we... an old lady who summoned a fly. <laughs> <laughs> Holly, do we ever see uh, demonology again? Does he do any of this ever again? Not really, no. Okay, fair. It's just, it's just death. Only death gets summoned, basically. It, I just also love this idea that, like, you know, if you say you're a demonologist, everyone knows why you became a de- demonologist. <laughs> it's sucky vibe. You, you, want, you want to fuck, you want to fuck a sub, you want to fuck a demon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, who would summon a demon they couldn't fuck, you know? <laughs> So it's, uh, here. What about one of those ones with like the tentacles and the teeth? It's like who would who? summon a demon? <laughs> yeah. You couldn't. You couldn't. fuck. You coward. Coward. Um, precisely, precisely. Uh, so here's so we're gonna get the adventures of Rincewind and and Squeaky Voice Teen. Um. God, I okay. That would actually be better. Imagine, actually, if you imagine this yeah, whole book, except every single one of Eric's lines is delivered like. You're supposed to be the most beautiful woman in all of history. Yeah, I. That's, Avant. That, Avant. <laughs> Mr. Rincewind, it happened again. It happened again. Oh, what a nice man. Um, yeah, I. That got me through this book. Was God. making him squeaky voice teen. The, pro- the problem is knowing real thirteen year olds like they're not squeaky voiced yet. I they're know. not hilarious. Yeah, no, no, that's like that's like sixteen, seventeen. Yeah, they're still just like children and the, oh god i fucking hate eric so much <laughs> yeah yeah it's I, I i maybe at the end of the book when we talk about eric as a whole as a concept yeah um, definitely but his but i'm just impressed terry created the the worst child yeah absolutely <laughs> it's <laughs> absolutely he did um so his uh his mother calls him down for breakfast and he's just like okay don't touch anything um uh, bye he, rincewind is uh 
as a, as a point, Ritzman is actually imprisoned in the circle. He he tries to leave it a couple times, and oh, like yeah, is yeah. a force field, and it hurts him. Yeah. Um. So he's like, okay, well, you can't touch anything while I'm gone. Um. Right. Uh, yeah. So Eric's like, okay, stay right there, and Ritzman's like, I guess I'll do that. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh. So while he's gone, Ritzman checks out like the the big book of demonology he has, and checks out the skeleton that's in this room. And the parrot that's here, and I hate this fucking parrot. It's not the funny. parrot that's on the cover of this book yep. for some yeah. reason. The yeah, the cover of this book leaves after the first third and shows up for a couple of pages at the very end. Like, uh, okay, um, and who sucks? Who sucks also and is yes. unfunny? The fact that they think this bird is emblematic of this book is also a bad sign. Yeah, yeah. Like, What's okay. this book about? The hmm. Mm. Mm-hmm. There's a parrot. There's a parrot in there. Sure, put that. Of course, the other thing is that like these um fucking these Harper Fiction um seventh print paperbacks that we have like most of the series in also have like the worst covers imaginable. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's they're fair. just like solid color with like a single thing vaguely related to the plot of the book. Sure, yeah. but it, it's the fact they choose a parrot is is so bizarre. Um, so the parrot's here and it's like, oh yeah, you know, uh, Eric's one of those, uh, smart asses. Parents send him to special schools. Yeah. His, um, basically his parents should beat him, says the parrot. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Which is, uh, wild. It's okay. So this, we, we know this book is kind of a, a not kind of, it is, um, like a, a retread of a lot of the legend of Faust. Um, it, it, it is, but like, which is something I don't actually know anything mm, about. So mm. you know, it's Wait, like really? in concept only. Though. Yeah, so yeah, I've never. I mean, I've never yeah. read it. Sure, <laughs> this is kind. This is a mixture of Faust, but also like the monkey's paw and yeah, like anything to do with wishes gone genies. But also, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's it it's Faust and then turns into like Dante's Inferno at the end. Um, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But like, so the thing about the Legend of Faust is that it's like this old man who correct me if I'm wrong because I've never I've never really read it. I just know it in like a cultural context. But like, he's like a doctor, like he's a very learned man and all this. But yeah. like he has he has no zest for life. Um, so he summons a Hates demon. His to wife. Like, I love his wife. Yeah. He does not. I don't even think he has a wife. Um, no, he does not. But like he 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 summons a demon for kicks, like uh, yeah, basically. And and then good idea, great idea, well, great he, idea. Really, just to be like a petty bitch, kind of. Yeah, yeah. Well, he um, because I was reading up on this a little bit, and like it depends on which which one you read. If you read the the Christopher Marlowe one, or you read the like the Goethe one, mm-hmm. um, you know, either either yeah he gets a bunch of kicks and then he gets dragged to hell or like you know he gets to be redeemed um but like right yes i was thinking about cover songs when i read this book and like when when you change things about a work to cover it mm-hmm. you'll like you change what it means um yes like like mm-hmm. when you change the pronouns to not be gay but like <laughs> Santa <laughs> buddy. Santa buddy. yeah <laughs> Or when you saying Blade this Blade a fucking German legend? <laughs> I'm saying that when when he changes it from this like you know learned man who just wants to get kicks to to being like a 13 year old boy, it winds up reading almost like a kids these days narrative. Yeah, like, I mean, wh- and and pointedly, yeah. Eric doesn't sell his soul to do this. No, which is kind too. of yeah. There's no transaction. The whole point. 
<laughs> like, yeah, I'm just like, what? Uh, uh, I'm just like, I don't know why you did any of this. <laughs> Literally, I'm just sitting here like, what? <laughs> Making Tim Allen grunt dot dot wave. Yeah, I, I, sure. Do we not all do that when we read? Um, <laughs> <laughs> God. Uh, the, the the colon reading experience. Mm-hmm. Uh. But yeah, it's I I just I think it's it's so bizarre because it changes like a lot of like the implications of this book where I'm just like, no, yeah, yeah sh- should someone have beat the shit out of Eric? I don't think so. <laughs> but that's that's almost what you want me to think, and like I know yeah. that's, that's you know very weird because like Eric is framed as like a very shitty kid, but also all kids are shitty, so it's kind of like. Yeah, he's, Is this he's, to, am I supposed to judge him? <laughs> exactly, he's framed as so shitty that the king of hell wants to use him to be evil. Like, yes, but but where is that? Like, <laughs> I I find it interesting reading throughout this entire book. Uh, this feels like such a weird first draft of Good Omens. Exactly, that's another oh, thing I really sure. want to talk about. Good Omens like, comes out this same year. These came out in the same fucking yeah, year. Like, this God, is it, it really feels like this was such a weird like here are here are the byproducts here are the off trimmings yeah. from good omens 100%. and we're just kind of gonna like mush them into this because like i i love the idea that yes kids are shitty but there's it like especially 13 there's this specific age range where kids are so uniquely shitty as a yeah. human being mm. because they have by the age of like two and three you actually learn like how to cooperate with people as a, uh if you're a neurotypical person mm-hmm. so like but then by that once you reach this like tween to teen age you start to develop a very highly individualistic mindset where you kind of just naturally erase all collective good around you mm. and yeah. like consequence so and the fact that demons love how cruel humans naturally are. So what if you take a human being who naturally has to go through this process of ignoring, like, mm-hmm. collective will and consequence? Yeah. It, yeah. I, yeah, it definitely works in that capacity. But then it's like, in Good Omens, that translates as, hey, a child truly can be a vassal for evil because it has the potential... But here in Good Omens, there is a child who is actually raised well with a good environment, with nurturing friends, yeah, and like a, a like a solid foundation of personal morals and ethics. Mm-hmm. Versus Eric, who is just a spoiled shit. Exactly, like it's because <laughs> yeah, the, the the spoiler alert for Good Omens, which I maybe we'll read someday. I don't know, but like that that kid is the Antichrist. <laughs> um. Yeah. And it's a, it's it's barely even spoils because it's kind of like the big deal. Oh uh, yeah, that's the, the thing. I don't know. Listen, I don't know. <laughs> it's it's what if like yeah that book is what if the Antichrist actually just lived a goddamn normal life in an English village exactly versus like here is an ordinary child but he's raised by shitty parents who don't really like teach him anything and he's just spent all of his free time looking over his grandfather's like, weird demonology notes, and he's just developed this very odd sense of, like, what he wants in life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He, he looked at this and said, oh, wow, I, I want to summon a succubus, too. Um. Yeah, yeah, like, th- this kid has 
this kid is very learned, he knows a lot about history, he's read all the classics, he's clearly smart enough to perform like magic rituals using demonology techniques, but also he is the biggest sense of enti- entitlement. Like, sure, yeah. yeah, yeah. He's taken all of that to mean I deserve everything. Sure. And it's the thing is, no one ever like addresses that with him like that never gets yes. addressed he doesn't like, he doesn't have a character arc really no <laughs> but like i i feel like the the closest we get is near the end of <coughs> the you know the city of troy part yeah with yeah Rincewind and the sergeant kind of trying to talk to him yeah and it, well yeah because you get <clears throat> so you go from there and then like the king of hell watches this and he's like okay the next thing we got to do got to be really soul crushing and then like f- the fuck off we get off the fucking rails on that part um, mm. And just like, okay, well, there's there's the arc we might have had, uh, but no, we're just going to go do Dante's Inferno's in- instead. Um, anyway, yeah. we're not at any of that yet. We're still in the this this <laughs> scene where yeah. he's talking to the parrot. Um, or no, we can, we can skip over to the, the introduction to the demons here. Um, yeah, sure. Yeah, Hell has a new boss and nobody likes him, basically. He's very corporate. Yeah, I yes. was going to say, he's like... A very uh, micromanager, like asshole boss, <laughs> mm-hmm. and very much, very much a business boss. Like, what? What if Steve Bonnet was a demon and mean? <laughs> yes, precisely. Um, me, me reading like the last bit of this book is like, hey, is this just? Is this just the good place? Like, the bad place from the good place? Yes. Yeah, basically. Actually, not, yeah, now that you say that, absolutely. No, it, yeah, it's more like... The yeah, fake bad place someone... that Michael makes at the beginning of the good place. Yes, this this is kind of a shitty rendition of Michael from the good place, yes. Yeah, <laughs> if you if you want to read a book, if you want to interact with a piece of media that does that well, <laughs> watch the good place. Sure, uh, except for, like, the last part where they go on a season-long victory lap that does nothing. You know um, what? I didn't watch that season, so... You're better off, to be <laughs> honest. Like, there's there's choice scenes you could pick out of that that season that are really good, but, like, the... Yeah. Uh, they they should have scrapped a lot of that. Anyway, so, so you know, demons are... Not astronomically, but, like, in, in the... In the cosmology of the Discworld, they're basically the same as humans, because they're... They're subservient to, like, the cosmology. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're not all-powerful, but yes. they have a fair amount of power. Yes. But, like, they, they have a very specific role that they're, like, bound to. Yes. I do like how Terry is, like, they're not, like, the Dungeon Dimension things. Um, <laughs> right. They they don't want to get into this world for, you know, I think he describes it as, like, an ocean trying to warm itself with a candle. And I'm like, yeah, that's I'm yeah. like Because I, I love that concept that you have that you sometimes touch on and I wish we did more of. Yes. Um, uh, but, you know, they're they're just here to be be shitty to human beings um, yes like they they exist like yeah. on, they have their own stuff going on you know they're they're contingent upon humanity because like that like that's what they enjoy <laughs> and that's what yeah. their role is and not because they need humanity like that mm-hmm. um i do love how uh astfell who's the uh, king of hell um i like how he like God, where the fuck was he when they were handing vowels out <laughs> he was uh <laughs> busy in his micro managing class um yeah <laughs> he he like threw a getting to know you party for the gods and none of them showed up <laughs> i'm like i can tell this is eating him up inside i'm like do more of this yeah like, this is fun he's so petty i love him i really like how he's characterized in this they did not respond to a Sifu play! <laughs> I would say he's one of the strongest parts of this book, probably. Absolutely. 
because like additionally he's like dressed like a cartoon devil like yes <laughs> he has like red over. like hood have... he has the pointy tail yeah it, that rocks that all fucking he has a pitchfork yeah he's got a pitchfork it's great and then it's scary at the end because they realize that that's a big piece of metal with a bunch of spines right on it. they're like, like oh that's actually pointy mm. oh that looks like a fucking joke but jesus that would hurt a lot that huh? would hurt very much yeah um so he's like, okay, yeah, you know, I need Eric because he's a self-centered piece of shit, and that's the most evil thing on the planet. Uh, mm-hmm. um, but so he's he's mad because the the portal opened and closed, but they can't figure out what demon went through there. Um, right. Wizard and Swind. He someone summoned a demon, but we don't have anything on record of who who went to respond to the call. He like checks his magic mirror to like basically go check the security tapes. Yes. Um, and they figure out that this this was Rincewind who went through here, and he's like, "Okay, Rincewind the demon," <laughs> which there's no right. demon named Rincewind. I don't right. I don't have a record of a of a Rincewind the demon. But clearly, he must be a demon because who else would right? Come Why the else would he ever respond to the call? <laughs> and so you know, he suspects that you know a lesser Duke of Hell. Uh, what's what's this guy's name? Vasanego. Um, yes, he's yeah. like one of yeah. the oldest demons. He's like what? Probably one of them is is plotting to probably yeah. one of those guys who hates me one they're of those scheming, guys who hates they're scheming me. against me because you know they're <laughs> demons that's what we do well i'll have to do something about that so eric comes back to to rincewin and he's like okay well you know i guess you're not a demon so i guess i'll let you go um but then the luggage shows up and he's like never mind you are a demon because that's some right. demon magic <laughs> that's, that's, that that's some that's fucking a shit fucking demon as demon <laughs> That's some demon ass shit. I've seen Hieronymus Bosch, and that's some demon ass shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck yeah! And so Rince is like, "What? Okay, you think I just like make all your dreams come true if I just snap my fingers?" And he does snap his fingers, and they're they're suddenly floating over the disc. I, which like I also find very funny. Like I like the idea of like someone giving Rincewind powers, and he's just like, "I don't fucking know what's going oh, on." Oh fuck! Oh god! Oh, oh god! god. Yeah. Oh fuck! Wait, I actually <laughs> have power. I don't like this. Yeah, we gave a, a fucking uh, wizard who has no powers demonic wish-granting powers. Mm-hmm. Have fun. That's gave him anxiety exactly. is what you've done. <laughs> <laughs> Look at him. He had anxiety and now it's even worse. Oh, God. <laughs> and so he's like, okay, well, here here you go, kid. <laughs> well, I guess this is happening. I love how put upon Rincewind is, this whole book. As much as I don't like this book, this is a funny, like, setup for Rincewind. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. You know, again, again, uh, start of this book, pretty enjoyable. I like when they're talking here, and and he's like, "Okay, well, do you like what? Do you, what else do you want? You want the the fucking moon? Like, I love um one free satellite with every world dominated. It's very <laughs> fun." Uh, and Eric's like, "Well, I I rule the world now, so uh, they have to give me tribute." And Rinson's like, "We have tribute at home. Can't we wait till tomorrow?" <laughs> right. Yes. <laughs> Like, have to is a strong term here, kid, like. Right. They have to do things for me, because now I'm the big boss and I'm very important. Exactly. Um, so they, they get transported to, like, the advanced jungle. It's not your everyday jungle. <laughs> this I was going to say. I'm realizing that in these early books, at least, Terry didn't have like like in the late in the later books, Clatch is clearly a country mm. on a different continent. I think it's just the continent. I think it's the continent because like it's 
yeah, because like they're in Clatch, like they're in the Clatchian jungle, and it's like wildly diverse biomes here in Clatch, I guess. Yeah. Um, Drawn without reference material, apparently. (laughs) Drawn without reference material, (laughs) we will say that. Um, Eric's like, ooh, are we going to meet, you know, one of those tribes of Amazonian princesses? Hey, uh, Terry, you got the Amazon? Hey, wait a minute. Hey, Terry. Wait a minute. Yeah. It's, It's China all over again, where I'm just like, hey, Terry. Like a, you can't a, you can't just use the, use certain names and not other names. And it it mm-hmm. it feels so nitpicky, but I'm just like, no, this sticks out like a sore fucking thumb because yeah. you said fucking Clatchy and standoff in the last book. Like, it, yeah, if you're if you're going to bother to make a whole like fake geography for your for your world, then just like actually do it. <laughs> yeah, like like do it for real. And and so Eric's like, ooh, you know, am I gonna get Captured by a, a tribe of Amazons who will kill me by snoo snoo. Um. <laughs> yes. Yeah. This is this is when Rinse from Withy goes. Oh, I really am stuck with a thirteen year old. Right. Shit. It's like, oh, Fuck. you are just a big dummy. Fuck. It's like you know he's a kid. How bad can a bit kid? Be? Oh. Oh, oh, you're oh, you're no. horny. I forgot. Damn. Oh no, he's horny. Rincewind, who has never been horny in his life. Why can't he g- just be one of those like thirteen-year-olds who's really into SCPs? Like that's just so much. God. No. Uh, he, uh, demon, you must listen to me explain all of the Five Nights at Freddy's lore to you. God, that, yeah. that is your task. <laughs> God, that that's just so much easier, you know? Yeah. Like. God. Oh. Demon, you must teach me how to do Fortnite dances. <laughs> Floss with me, demon. Demon, I demand 800 Robux. (laughs) (laughs) My mom won't let me use her credit card. (laughs) God, fuck. Demon, show me where all the diamonds are in in this Minecraft bio. (laughs) Chop, chop. (laughs) That would have been so much better. Terry, you should have written this book later when these pop culture references existed. (laughs) When, when... Eric could just uh, parody satire in Minecraft. (laughs) (laughs) I think, does Terry also, he also has like a footnote where he's just like, oh yeah, no, there are those tribes uh, and they do kidnap men for, you know, regular masculine things that exhaust them to death, like hanging shelves and mowing the lawn. And I'm like, okay, Terry. Yeah. I'm like, like, relax, bud. Am, am I right, fellas? Like, yeah. Uh, and I'm like, hey, speaking as the person who um, uh, does in fact put together any and all um, like furniture we buy, it has to be assembled. Mm. Shut the fuck up, Terry. Yeah, no, shut. It's literally shut the fuck up, Terry. We didn't. Okay, there was another thing in in the previous scene where he's talking to the parrot, um, and Rincewind's like, "Well, did he ever? Did his grandfather ever summon a succubus?" And he's like. No, but he got the the demon that comes and has a headache at you, and it's like fuck you. Mm. No, that's not funny at all. Oh boy, I didn't even catch that when I was reading it. That sucks. It's it's one of the things where like Terry is trying to make fun of the men who have these expectations, but he uses women as the ammunition. Yes, it's like this isn't funny, Terry. (laughs) Like, uh, it it sucks. Um, so. Uh, they they come out to this valley and there's a bunch of um, you know some of those Mayan style pyramids. Uh, yeah, and and here are the the Tezumen. Um, I I was 
bitching last book about how wise they're not a book set in Clatch. I guess here we have a scene in Clatch, but also... <laughs> I, I, along with the theme... And your wish is granted. I was yes. going to say, along with the theme <laughs> of a monkey's paw book. I got fucking monkey's paw. Monkey's paw! And it sucks. Uh, thanks, Terry. Um, Terry just laughing his ass off. For listen, you're not going to get an actual book set in Clatch until we get to fucking um, Jingo. Mm. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Um, Molly really tried to warn you. Yeah, I've I've been. <laughs> but trying no, to you, be you had to wish for the turkey sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> the turkey's real dry on this sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> I think it. I think it might be jerky. I, I think it might be turkey jerky it, by this point. It's just turkey jerky. God. And so they, uh, you know, we got a, an explanation of them and their culture, and they have a, a. a god pun name that only really works in in writing i think it's yeah yeah quetzal over quetzal over um and they uh they're a big human sacrifices culture okay okay right because of course of course i do think that uh calling the god the feathered boa is fun instead of the the winged serpent yeah um, yeah it's pretty that, good that, like yes. that's fun um and they you know have a very advanced uh uh, calendar system um and they basically just track how every day gets worse yeah it's very uh, good. that's a moon that's <laughs> sign me up uh-huh yes they're they're because their whole thing is they're extremely pessimistic and they're basically just counting down to doomsday and everything mm. is getting worse until that point oh cool they invented doom scrolling mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. they're a society of black pills oh yeah. no yeah yeah yeah, yeah. um but so they uh they come up and i i don't know what's explained not explained here but like no what he's trying to do with like them pushing the wheels sideways there's something here about how they invented the wheel but they don't do it right they wear them as hats and stuff like they they refuse to like lay it vertically so that doesn't do anything Mm-hmm. I don't understand. Like, apparently, apparently, Ponce de Quirm was just like, "Hey, what if you did this?" And then it's like, "No, and right. then back, him for shut it. the fuck up." Yeah, <laughs> they hated Ponce because he told them the truth. I do wonder if it was known to at least Terry, or it was like available to be discovered through like his own research. Um, the fact that yeah, these like cultures did have the wheel, they just didn't use it outside of their homes because like they didn't have roads yeah like a wheel is fucking useless in the jungle or on like a a fucking field or anywhere else and like yeah they're toys and like indoor tools had wheels because that's the only place you could use it right and you know what a a big stone wheel would be good for grinding shit like i I was gonna say Mm -hmm. it's like people it's like why have you uh why why have you arranged two millstones in this way? Mm. That's useless for making cornmeal. Sure. Um. <laughs> yeah. Uh. So there's there's this weird bit here where Rinsman can't speak their language, but he can my, write it. My, my friend, my friend, you are going to have the worst tortillas. <laughs> Christ. <laughs> uh. So they they spend literally like a whole day chiseling messages. Um. I think this is a funny bit, but it doesn't do yeah. much. Oh, I I like just there's like the one line where Rincewind's like, yeah, they haven't invented paper yet. He said for the tenth time because like they spend all day doing this. <laughs> right. Um, but they they go into the the city and everyone's cheering. They love Eric. He's great. And everyone clapped. And everyone clapped for Eric. <laughs> the down with Eric bus. <laughs> that's me. I'm driving the the, the down with Eric bus. We're Not driving the down with Eric bus. <laughs> 
<laughs> there you go. There's your fucking episode title. <laughs> we'll see. Um, <laughs> but so there's there's this big feast and there's a bunch of treasure. And then Rinswin's like, okay, I'm going to wander around. Um, yeah. <laughs> don't, don't mind me. I'm going to get up to my own little monkey shine. <laughs> I'm Rinswind. <laughs> it's me, Rinswind. Um, and so he, he goes into the statue. Not the statue. He goes into the pyramid and he finds a big statue of uh, Quetzal of Kotal. I can't fucking say the name of this god. Um, Quetzal of Kotal. Uh, the feather boa the feather boa yes um he he thinks it's talking to him and he's like no i can't take you back with me um it's it just oh, wouldn't yes. work out because you're 60 feet It'd tall it'd just be weird <laughs> and then it's it's a prisoner down in the floor um right and it is uh ponce decorum who but i don't know the inferior of the decorums. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if this says something about me or something about this book. That by the time he came back at the end of the book, I had forgotten who he was. Uh, me too. Yeah. <laughs> very, very, just sort of like inoffensive little man. Sure. He's pleasant. Mm-hmm. He's pleasant enough. Yeah, I like how he's he's down in the floor and he's like, "Oh, please, won't you free me?" And Rinson's like, "I don't know. I'm sure you're in there for a reason." And the parrot's like, "No, you should. He's a prisoner. <laughs> hey, you should free him." Yeah. He's like, oh, I'm to be flayed alive. It's It will be horrible. Uh, and he's like, see, he's going to be He's, 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 he's like, very like, nonchalant that, about it, which is fun. <laughs> we get a brief cut back to the King of Hell where he's like, hey, um, who's who's this fucko? Who's this guy that uh, these people worship? Is he, is he one of ours? Um, and like, it turns out he's just a fucking nobody. He's just some guy, you know? Rincewind's just some guy, you know? Quetzal over Coatl, just some guy. This feels really like the off trimmings from fucking Good Omens, because this is the king of hell just being like, okay, so you're telling me you had a society that's very uniquely cruel and pessimistic about everything, and you just made them do human sacrifices. You could have had them create the worst taxation system known to mankind. (laughs) God damn it. Right, yes. (laughs) You're, You're thinking small. This is... This is Crowley in Good Omens being, like, when people go, oh, yes, I made this man kill his family. It's like, well, I just kind of futzed around with the design of uh, this motorway, and now it's just going to make people really angry. Like, Forever. Just a little bit. I'm going to make it into one of those jokes then... about, like, uh, clover loops of when there's... When highways were starting to be a big thing in the 50s from, like, cartoons. Sure, yeah. Oh, and God. it's... It generates a little bit of misery every single day and that just piles on and piles on absolutely yeah i really i just like the idea that it rules it's very efficient it's great i like the this this fucking dumbass king of hell demon wants to make misery efficient Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. it sucks and it's so great (laughs) and and the demons hate it because they're like it's so boring He's a Silicon Valley nerd. Being a He's yes. trying to meet yes. something. What if we disrupted the torture industry? Oh, no. Yes. The damnation industry, I guess, rather. Hey, I make, of, I make of a new weapon. It's called a trident. No one ever make it before. Hey, disrupt piano. God. I buy it the Twitter. Like, the King of Hell would say, buy it. I buy, buy it the hell. Ask for all buys Twitter. <laughs> I mean, it's, it, is, it is right up his alley. Yeah, he'd love it. Mm-hmm. Just makes everyone miserable all the time, a little bit. He'd, he'd love to build a, a shitty tunnel that goes nowhere underground. <laughs> I mean, that's just hell, baby. That is hell, baby. 
Um, anyway, we go back to Eric, who uh, can't understand when a question is being asked to him, and it pisses everybody off. Mm-hmm. Um, it's This has massive, um, like, speaks foreign language vibes in subtitles. <laughs> yes. <laughs> where, where they don't tell you what they're saying. Respo- <laughs> like, responds in ch- speaking Chinese or whatever. Is the... Yeah. It's like, yeah. come on, Derry. <laughs> yeah, the King of Hell, like... Uh, is like okay well you gotta show up to these people and uh you know tell them to get it right uh rincewinds freeze ponce de quorum uh mm. it's and it gets introduced to him with with this name i love how terry defends this name um by him being like it's a fine name <laughs> like it's it's a proper name it's like don't speaking, don't make fun of me directly to this podcast Jess, Terry said, don't. And I said, no. <laughs> I said, no, Terry, it's bad. <laughs> it's dumb. And he's like, okay, well, we better uh, we better get out of here before the ruler of the world shows up. Psst, that's mm. Eric. And then Rincewind hearing that is like, oh, it's always fucking something, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Christ. Can I just ever have a nice vacation? No. No, you can't. I can never just go anywhere. So he, he checks out all these prophecy engravings. Um... And he like turns the corner and he's like, wait, that's me. Oh no. It's me being flayed alive. <laughs> oh no, oh, what no. are they gonna do to me? Oh no, I like my skin. Oh. What did I do? Oh, I'm just a guy. I'm just a little guy. I'm just a little guy, and also it's my birthday. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so he's like, okay, well I got a great idea. Uh let's let's just leave. And they, of course, you know, walk right into some guards. Um yeah. and they uh you know, they get tied to some slabs up on the top of the pyramid to be sacrificed i love mm-hmm. the bit where pasta Chrome is like you think his ropes are loose and he's like oh wait i think almost got- oh no yeah these are real tight they did a real yeah. good job <laughs> really well practiced at this yeah uh they talk a lot about like the f- the obsidian knives yeah like uh boy it sure would be painful to be killed with one of these mm-hmm because that, like, that was a thing. Like, Obsidian Knight. Oh, like, yeah. No, sure. Fucking sharpest goddamn thing. So, uh, er- Eric's up here, uh, and he's like, well, why do they want to kill me? I thought I was, you know, the the ruler of the world. I thought they loved me. Uh, and Rinson's like, yeah, maybe, I don't know, they got tired of uh, sitting around and, and waiting for you to, to fix stuff. It's like when the landlord shows up and it's like, hey, can you please fix the fucking pipes? Um, mm. And so Terry, ter- no. Terry did say, uh, flay all landlords. Um, yeah. <laughs> and I love that in Minecraft and and in Minecraft parody satire. My parody satire fantasy novel series. <laughs> Terry satire. Terry, Terry, Terry did say Mal was right. Parody satire in Minecraft. <laughs> in Minecraft. Uh, did, did did Terry play Minecraft? Do we know? I I was literally just thinking that. I was like, he would have been able to. Minecraft. That game came out in fucking two thousand eight, didn't Terry, it? Terry existed at the same time as overlap. Minecraft. Absolutely. There, there's like a four-year period there, yeah. Ter- Terry could have been an early adopter of Minecraft, and I want to believe that he was. <laughs> hey, hey, everyone, this is Terry Pratchett. I'm streaming Minecraft. <laughs> <laughs> welcome, welcome to Terrycraft. <laughs> <laughs> welcome to Discraft. Everything's just, it doesn't make sense. It's very bad. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Wait. Wait, wait, wait. Terry was British. Hello, YouTube. Oh, my God. <laughs> fuck. Hello, YouTube. <laughs> get, get out. I hate this. Um. <laughs> but um, I love this part as well with, like, Rincewind just fucking hating people who face death with a smile. He's just like, what the fuck's wrong with you people? Oh, I'm so cavalier. <laughs> Fuck you. 
<laughs> yeah, to, to be fair, to be fair, fucking uh, Pops Decorum is over here reenacting. Always look on the bright side of life. Yeah, like, he's... shut the fuck no, up. Yes, yes, but it's just <laughs> what a wonderful view. And Renson's like, "Fuck you." He, oh god, we, when we get to it later, when he's literally in hell, and he's like, "Yeah, I'm just, I'm just trying to find the bright side." It's like, <laughs> shut the fuck up. You are in hell. <laughs> you died and are in hell, my man. Always look on the bright side of life. Precisely. Um, so the the luggage barrels onto the scene to uh, disrupt the sacrifice industry. Um, <laughs> and Ketsuo Vokodal also shows up, but he's like a tiny guy. He's just a little guy instead of being like a 60 foot tall monster. A joke that was done better um in hitchhiker's guide to the galaxy because they devoted like three pages to it sure yeah there's like a line where the luggage comes up over the top of the the pyramid and it does say that the luggage uh breasted the top of the pyramid um, presumably <laughs> damn it oh god damn you fucking beat me by a millisecond. the luggage breasted boobily and uh crushed crushed the tiny god depending what book the luggage had been introduced in it would have looked a lot different <laughs> I don't know. They just like get out of this now because all all the the Tezumen are like t- enthralled by the luggage now. Like they're going to worship the luggage. Right. Yes. You can really end every segment of these of this book with just a like they just go somewhere else. Yeah. yeah. And then they left. The, the luggage shows up, stops whatever what was happening, and then they go to the next place. Like, mm. oh, oh, okay, sure. okay, Terry, um, which. You know, also happened in Color of Magic. Like, that was also kind of the way the Color of Magic moved from, from part to part. So, like... Yeah, but the Color of Magic is, well, now, the second worst of the books that we've read. <laughs> See, I don't think this is any worse than Color of Magic. Like, I think they're both the same level of... Okay. Um, it's a cl- it's yeah. a close race, but yeah. I... I mean, because they're sure. the, same, the same structure, the same, like, road trippy whatever, you know? Sure. This, the same, and then we're done here. Uh, and we're done. Uh, and we're gonna go to the next thing. Um, I, I love the end here when Rincewind gives the parrot to Decorum, and he's just like, here you go, here's a companion for your journey in, in the jungle. Get the fuck out of this story, you annoying-ass bird. Yes. And it, we're, spared, we're spared the parrot for the next... Uh, 80% of this book. Sure. I yes. do like when it comes back, though, because, like, it doesn't talk that much. Uh, it says, like, two lines instead yeah. of, I don't know, paragraphs. Oof. Okay, the the was the was name bit is, like, it's cute, but then it's, like, every single sentence, you're like, I can't figure out what the fuck is being said here for a second. It, it, it wears out it ta- so It fast. takes too much energy to, like, read through. Yeah. I, I my eyes glazed over. Um so so the Quirm's like, Oh wow, uh what what a nice gift. Um and they part ways. Hey, I'll have to go and die. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Every, everyone in this book is like, guess I'll die now. <laughs> <laughs> they died off screen. They died on their way to whatever. Yes. Um, <laughs> to their eventual destiny. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the so the lads wander in the jungle and then they're suddenly uh the king of hell transports them uh into somewhere dark, noisy and wooden. Uh, yes, and and Eric's like, oh, if this is a lady's boudoir, like this, this sucks. I do love the boudoir coming back. Uh, that Spe- spelled W A W A. Yep, boudoir. Uh, Rinswood is like, uh, have you considered like not being horny 
Like, have you, have you like thought <laughs> about that? Never like once a cold in my shower, thirteen years like... of life. Eric, this is mean. Please stop. <laughs> <laughs> they find their way out of the thing that they're in, and surprise, it's a, a big wooden horse. Um, Terry loves the big wooden horse. By the way, this is like what the third time this has come up. Oh, yeah. He he loves the big wooden horse. Love me a horse. The 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 siege of Troy is the funniest thing on the planet to Terry, I guess. <laughs> oh God, um, I could I could just imagine Terry being like, <laughs> like explain and then, like he's like and then they got on a big wooden horse. Like, <laughs> just, just that fucking meme lad, image of the did. guys cheering. Yeah. <laughs> God. Oh God. I just. I I I. It really is kind of sweet to imagine Terry Pratchett just always laughing like. Big fucking wooden horse. Yes. Like they just, Could you imagine? They just put what? <laughs> they did what with it? This is this is like this is like me bringing what's what's that thing I constantly brought up on Loop on Lottery? It's been so long. Uh you're gonna have to be more specific than that. Oh um, god, I forget. Jesus. Uh is it is it planes as a concept <laughs> that I can't help no. you? I'm gonna be thinking about this for a while. <laughs> okay, you you think about it. Um, I do love how the like the door is in the butt, and he's like, "Oh, I remember, I remember." It's the fucking pepper balloon. Ah, uh, yes, yes. <laughs> the balloon full of pepper bit. Um, if you know, this might be a better book if there was a balloon full of pepper in it. I'm gonna be real. Um, <laughs> a better a better wooden horse if there's a balloon full of pepper. Yeah, <laughs> the so- the sortians open up the fucking <laughs> That's the horse backup. There's just a balloon full of pepper. There's oh, a balloon God. full of pepper in Got there. Him. Sure, sure. Um, <laughs> I like I like how he looks at the the door and the button. It's like the builder could have put the exit hatch in a more dignified place, but for humorous reasons of his own, and has chosen not to. Yeah, uh, <laughs> that, <laughs> that does rock. Okay, Terry, that's funny. Um, so like this is lifted from uh the goose version of faust like they go to the trojan war in yes. that one where like the the demon brings them there um so i'm just like okay all right here we are we're we're on track for for lifting this but so the the whole army comes up here um and the the captain of the guard is like okay well why is why is there only two of you here right coming out of the horse like what's up what's the trick you dastards where's where's the rest of them uh and he's like okay i'm gonna put you in the triremes um make you row forever you can get the top listen we can play nice and you can get the top seat so you can play bad and we'll you'll get the bottom seats mm-hmm. eric kind of does like i'm just a little guy like yeah come on <laughs> i'm just a little oh, guy yeah. i'm a little birthday boy we need a guy with glasses would you <laughs> <laughs> this little shit Amin is like, I was kidnapped by this man and Rich is like, I'm going to yeah. kill you off. I'm going like, to kill you. Dude. <laughs> this is why as teachers we always suggest you have two staff members in every classroom yeah. with a child, just in case. Just in case. But there's uh there's another uh horse outside. Um so they all go check it out. And so Eric's like, Okay, well this is the Sordian War, so um Eleanor's here. We are getting out of here. Uh, we we got to find Eleanor. You know the most uh, most beautiful woman in history. Uh, mm-hmm. Her her face launched a thousand ships. Or who I or or as I like it, uh, who launched a thousand ships with her face? Yes, <laughs> yes, precisely. Um, I do. I love the exchange that they have where they're just like, okay, well, you know. Let's let's go make a bunch of money. We'll just go find out where the horse races are, and then we'll right. try really hard to remember the results of horse races. <laughs> That'd be a lot more useful if you wound up 
50 years ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I do love the bit where Rincewind's like, I, I fucking hate time travel. He's like, if I have... I, <laughs> he's like, I, I would love to kill my own grandfather. Like, he's got it coming. Right. Like, <laughs> So it's like uh, I fucking hate this. Oh, he's gonna get. I'm gonna paradox him so hard. Yeah. <laughs> that Emperor doesn't know what hit him. I can't wait to just turn myself inside out. <laughs> oh God, I will Marty McFly myself so hard. Said yeah. Rincewind. <laughs> Rincewind like meets his grandfather, just stabs him, and then just does the peace sign like fading away meme. <laughs> Yeah, Rincewind's Rincewind seeing himself slowly fade away before his own eyes, being like, yes, finally, yes. He's like, oh, yeah, this fucking rule. <laughs> you know what it is? It's that comic of the person who, like, meets themselves in the past, and then it just cuts to, like, them putting their child self in a meat grinder, and they're like, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, this is great. All wonderful, wonderful Rincewind moments. Um, so they're... They're like under under this supervision from the guard, and uh, he's just like, okay, well, the the legend doesn't say anything about a second horse, uh, so that's probably the luggage out there. Um, and right. he he's just like, oh well, you know, you should you should get on out there um, and and get some glory, you know. While the while it's, the glory's good, just forgetting. Get it while it's hot. Get it while it's, get it while it's glorious. <laughs> And so there's also a bit here with uh, the captain talking to like his grizzled old sergeant, who's like, "I don't understand. It's just a chest." And he's like, "You don't get it. It ain't for men." Yeah, the the sergeant has encountered the luggage. Yes. Um, and oh, I this pot is so good as well. I actually like this pot a lot. Yeah, I like I like whenever there is, I like when there is a sergeant interacting with um a fucking university boy um. <laughs> like higher higher up which is why monster which is why one of the reasons why monstrous regiment is one of my favorite books mm. this is just so great of oh yes the captain was 18 years ro- 18 years old freshly graduated got like oh, all yeah. these uh high grades in like you know military basket tactics, weaving but also and military grammar Meanwhile, <laughs> modern major generaling <laughs> the the sergeant is like he has spent fifty five years battling monsters and soldiers and he's like no I this, this is different sucks. like yeah. <laughs> again I mean again sort of touching on the Eric thing yeah I I do like as well when the captain's like oh let me guess they just grew legs and walked over and the sergeant's yeah, like got oh, it thank God, you actually get it yeah <laughs> wow, you really are smart that's all that that is fun um because again like something I really enjoyed about the first couple of books was like people having to deal with the luggage and they don't know what's up with it yeah um and and the horror that it does to them um the luggage spends this entire book the maddest it's ever been (laughs) truly i i respect it uh so uh eric wants to meet eleanor uh and rinson's like we're not fucking doing that i'm not doing this that's fucking dumb uh you're you're 13 years old uh i'm not introducing you to some lady that's cringe my friend over there thinks you're cute. Like, I'm yes. not fucking that. Like, <laughs> listen, my but bu- me, me and my buddy spied you from across the time stream, <laughs> and we really liked your vibe. God. Ugh. God. So Rinson's like, okay, I'm. Listen, kid, I'm not going to change history. Leave second gate of the the wall open. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> which you know isn't actually changing history because that's supposed to happen. Right. Um, it's it's a yeah, stable. They're just loop. about to destroy the place. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That lets all the soldiers into the city, and I love. 
I love all the stuff of like them just having this big old battle, but like all the regular people are still just like going about their day. Yes, um, there's still like a shopkeep. Yeah, this is just part of life, you know. Blah, <laughs> yeah. blah, blah. Yeah. They go hang out at a cafe for a little bit, and I love Eric being like, I'm allowed to drink wine. <laughs> yeah, I'm a big boy. My, yeah, my mom sure lets are. me have a glass at dinner. And, and Rance is like, yeah, I bet. I'm sure. I'm sure yeah. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Real, okay. real precocious of you. Great. Uh-huh. Okay. Why, 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 why'd you go drink out of that wine dark sea over there? <laughs> Woof. And so the, the shop owner tells them, he's like, okay, well, they're looking for whoever let the Ephibians in. Um... I love the line. Eric opened his mouth. Eric screeched and clutched at his shins. <laughs> yes. That's it. <laughs> I love Richmond just stomping on this kid <laughs> to get him to not be a narc. This happens like four times through the book. Yeah. It rocks. It's great. Um, <laughs> so, but the sergeant does come and get them. And he's just like, okay, come on. Hey, buddy. What's up? <sighs> so they get, uh, they get taken to the Ephibian camp and they see this guy. This guy who rinsed with is like, you know, this fellow looks handsome. I, yeah, and that's <laughs> this, how I'm like, This guy's mm. got a good head on his shoulders. He just tells him the whole ass truth about where they're they're from. He's just like, no, yeah, we're from the future. <laughs> yeah. Don't happen to remember any horse races, do you? <laughs> that's good. Didn't think that's so. Good. And so he's like, okay, well, you want to you wanna come with us? And then they go walking into this tunnel that goes under the Citadel. Um, right. And this this guy, what is his name, Lavellius? Yeah, Lavelli. Yeah. yeah. Uh so he's he's like the Odysseus here. Um Yeah. Where, you know, he's the tactics guy and and they're going to do things the different way. Yes, um, I'm going to I'm going to do things like but quirky. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this isn't your dad's war. <laughs> um, I do love when when Rincewind and Eric are talking and so like uh, this guy you know goes on the odyssey but it wouldn't be called the odyssey uh where it takes him 10 years to go home and rinson's like what do you live far away and he's like he lives 200 miles away <laughs> right yeah <laughs> and even in medieval times that's not a 10 years no no distance. no but he, you know he gets fucked up because things happen them. shit shit happens but i don't know my, my notes aren't very helpful on this part because this is where i start getting bored uh um, they go through the, the hidden passage <laughs> this is wait, this is where your notes turned into a uh, fucking uh, this might be the booze talking, but you got an ass that woke <laughs> I, I, I was not 300 drinking. pages! 300 pages! Um, <laughs> Lord. Uh, they, they go through the secret passage. Lavellius has, like, he bribed, like, someone on the other side to find out where this was. And he's like, yeah, I just want to avoid as much bloodshed as possible, because, like, war is dumb, and I think we could just do it dip- diplomatically and it'd be better for everyone. I do appreciate Lavellius is like, there's, there's just an easier way to do things. I just kind of want to show people that you can just do things the easy way. Yeah, we don't have to just kill each other for like a decade. What if instead of burying the treasure, we bought nice things for ourselves, <laughs> yeah. you know? Things we might like. <laughs> yeah, they like, they finally run into Eleanor and she has like 20 kids. Yeah, she's like middle-aged. She has a million kids. She's like settled down with the new, with, like she's... Has settled down with a new guy because it's been ten years or whatever that she, that this war has been going on. Yeah, I do like when they first come into like from the secret passage. It's just the bathroom, so there's just a kid on the potty, <laughs> right? And there's just the shit rolls downhill thing of it's going like sergeant, yo, mind the child, yes sir, corporal, yes sergeant, mind the child, yes yes sir, private, yes sir, watch the kid, damn it. <laughs> He, he, like, winds up playing, like, horsey with him later. <laughs> like, yes. It's very cute. It's I'm a horsey, sir. Like, <laughs> it's just, Private, what are you doing being a horse, sir? I'm a horse, sir. 
nay, nay. <laughs> oh, I do love the line where um, Solavelia sees her with all these kids and he's like, what, you you, you didn't tell anybody? You weren't going to tell any of us so we could stop doing this? Uh, right. There's like a line where he's like, you weren't going to invite us to any of the christenings? And I'm like, hey, t- hey, Terry, this is another word I'm not sure we can use here. <laughs> mm. <laughs> any of the... Um, Mm. I, I blind Iowings, <laughs> blind Iowas, <laughs> Iowas. I'm like ter- Terry is. A- I would not let my child take part in a blind Iowa. I'm just gonna say that right now. Like a blind Iowa is what they call um um mm? a a cocktail made with Everclear. Yeah, I was gonna say that sounds like something oh, you Jesus should not be drinking. Christ. Like. Mm. Which we'll simply put into a water drink, pistol. Drink it and... quick before most of it evaporates. Uh, just, ima- just imagining priests shooting that at like babies from across the fucking like church. <laughs> 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 Little war pistol of Everclear. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Lavellius is like, okay, well we're gonna we're gonna burn down the city. So you might want to get the kids and get out of here. It turns out it happens on accident because like they trip over luggage. With <laughs> well, specifically yeah. Rincewind trips. Rincewind, yeah. <laughs> Rincewind goes back in time. Okay, don't touch anything. Don't touch anything. Um, yeah. <laughs> I wish, I wish I hand crushed that fish. That fish. He, he, he burns down the city. Uh, no, that's actually the next segment. Shit. <laughs> mm. <laughs> oh, God, True. you're right. Oh, God, oh my you're God. right. Oh, God. So, um, <laughs> this, uh, this gives Eric, like, an absolute existential crisis that Eleanor is, like, uh, an but older But she woman. was supposed to be hot! She was supposed to be hot! She was hot. This is my worst demon summoning ever. Because just like both Rincewind and the sergeant look at each other like, oh, fuck. Okay, we got to explain to this kid, like, you know, how this all works. And he's just like, but her face launched a thousand ships. Well, that's what you call a metaphor. Yeah, lying. Yeah. You know. Uh, this is this is Twitter poster who's never talked to a woman energy yeah. <laughs> these are those people fucking posting about aloy in yeah. the new um fucking horizon game is like why does she have a beard it's like no that's just it's, that's it's facial hair everyone bitch. has some hair yeah like wh- what <laughs> but you're supposed to have vagina bones <laughs> <laughs> i was making a drink jesus <laughs> took her vagina bones <laughs> Cancel culture's gone too far this time, Rincewind. They censored the Discworld video game. They took out Rincewind's vagina. <laughs> Woof! <laughs> no, it's all part of his trans- I was going to say, say Rins- Rincewind confirmed again. Rin- Rincewind trans yeah, moments. Yeah, that's, that's exactly that's, yeah, go- that's what I was going for. Mm-hmm. Lord. So they, they like, watch the city burning, uh, and, and, you know, all the soldiers are having a laugh because the the war's over uh this does have like well all the high-ranking ones are all the all the normal people had their lives ruined uh (laughs) this has big end of color of magic energy uh where they're they're not end of color mad but like you know when they watch more pork burn and they're just like huh okay well Well, that happened not my problem (laughs) that happened not my problem um written by joss whedon voice well that happened (laughs) it it has that energy um yeah but so I I like this scene with uh, Lavellius and Rinchwin like just like walking down the beach, kissing. Uh, what? I, mm, mm, um. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Mark! You can't 
say that. I, I might not do that. No, I turned off um, my brain. Yeah, no, Mark. No, that's my bad. Mark, I turned off my brain. Literally related. <laughs> Surprise, Rincewind is his own ancestor. Yeah, he's his own grandpa. <laughs> I mean, after a fashion, given what happens in the yeah. next segment. But, oh, yes. You know. Yes, yes, yes. Um, but I, I love Rincewind. Not Rincewind. Um, uh. <laughs> Grecian Rincewind, uh, Lavellius, uh, just walking. He just like walks around kicking things because he just hates shit. <laughs> he's just like kicking stuff, and he's just like, I fucking hate boats. Um, hey, how long does he it take me to? Especially hates boat I... travel. God, I sure hope I'm not trapped on a boat. For hey, the you're next from the future. Years. Do I get home okay? And he's like, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. fine. Um, you in fact, do. people tell you stories do. about how you got get home. <laughs> um, I'm I have a poll from a a very specific Bob's Burgers episode. Um, Go. Oh boy. Where they go to the museum and they have an Amazon exhibit, uh, and there's a, a security guard there who, like, they're they're rustling around in the leaves, and he's like, hey, who's over there? He's like, oh, come on, Jeff, you know I hate plants. Um, <laughs> it's, it's got massive, you know I hate plants energy. Um, the, the anti-Jess. You know I hate plants. You know I hate plants. Um, and so yeah, Rincewind's like, come no, on, you know I hate airplanes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, that's just me. Um, <laughs> I know it's being anti Holly. Mm-hmm. Um, Aren't we all? <laughs> <laughs> wow. I could I could say that because I love you. Pre- previous episode of this podcast, we did say everyone has to love Holly. So. Mm. <laughs> yeah, that's right, bitch. <laughs> and we do. Lavellius, you know. Sails off into the sunset. Off he goes. And Eric's like, oh, you know, his name means Rinser of Winds. And I'm like, that line doesn't have to be in here, Terry. Honestly, you've done enough. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, we can all tell he's a Rincewind. He's, that's a Rincewind. <laughs> Baby. Toe to tip, that's a Rincewind. <laughs> doesn't want to be here. Hates uh, cow- cowardly. Hates travel. Um, he, that's a Rincewind. Just, <laughs> just wants to, like, tell people, no, there's a much easier way we can do this, and this is how something works, and everyone just talks over yeah. it. Yeah. That, that's a Rincewind. And then everything was resolved. And everything was resolved. We, so we go back to the King of Hell, and he, like, sits back, and he's like, hmm... Oh, the the problem is that like Eric is is too likable. I really gotta fuck him up in this last segment, and it's just like, yeah. where, where was he likable? Mm-hmm. I'm like, who thinks this? Who said this? I, I'm always <laughs> saying this. <laughs> no one is saying this. Nobody likes Millhouse. Like <laughs> everything's coming up, Eric. He's like, okay, I'll do something like really fucked up uh, here at the end. Um, but Rincewind snaps his fingers again, and they they go to the void. Love the void. Love the void. Love the void. God, would love to go to the void for a while. So they're at they're at the beginning of the universe, and there's this just little guy uh, who's like, yeah, no, it's <laughs> just a little guy. Surprisingly, nor- surprisingly normal guy. Of the two glimpses of the creator that we see in Discworld books, this is definitely the less good one. Oh, okay, so well, no, he's not the creator. He's just a creator. Like oh well yeah. the creator of the disc I think is the thing right yeah oh okay yeah yeah like we in um uh, in the in the last continent we get like another scene that is theoretically I guess the same guy but also it's a different guy sure. um uh finishing up um Discworld Australia oh I love that it's very nice actually I love that scene oh. well, I look forward to it. 
And then it's ruined by the wizards making um, the platypus accidentally, but you know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that that, yeah that's, you that's what happens. Not not ruined from like a reading perspective, but like ruined from like, listen, we were having a nice time here. <laughs> totally. Everyone's having a nice time and you took it too far by making those fucked up animals. <laughs> <laughs> the bur- the bursar and the creator were having a wonderful time making regular animals, and you tried to make a duck and made a platypus. Mm. Uh, you, you fucked up a perfectly good monkey, etc., etc. Yeah, so they they talk here. The creator gives Rincewind a sandwich. Um, plot critical sandwich. Got the most important sandwich in the the universe. The most important sandwich that has ever been or ever will be. It doesn't even have mayo on it, you know. Tastes doesn't taste very good. But, no. <laughs> very very the critical. Turkey's sandwich. a little dry. <laughs> turkey's a little dry. Poss- um, possibly the most British thing that I've ever heard someone complain about. <laughs> a fucking egg and crust sandwich. Egg and crust, egg and crust sandwich, sandwich, but there's no mayo on it. Oh. <laughs> egg and crust is like the standard. Like if a British piece of media needs a sandwich in a scene and they need to name the sandwich, it's going to be. Egg and crust. <laughs> like, so, so it's like it's like a ham and cheese, but for British. But for British. Well, yes. peanut butter and jelly. But they also have ham and cheese. They just choose to have egg and crust. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> like like, like Terry choice. mentions later in the book, they take they 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 they, they, uh, they ruin the one thing good about it. <laughs> <laughs> the British love to ruin the one thing good about something. Yeah. They're here at the beginning of the universe, and uh, the King of Hell, when he saw them disappear. Uh, Goes to the end of the universe. Uh, there's only first. two places they could go, the beginning or the end, and, and he chooses to go to the end of the universe, mm-hmm. uh, where we do get to see death again. God, I love that. I love that bit. It's it's really good. Th- yeah, this this scene's very good. <laughs> yeah, because he's, uh, you know, the, the universe slowly ends and death is just here and he's like chilling. Death's like, well... That's that. I was, like, getting very sad for, like, 20 seconds reading this when, like, Death's just Mm -hmm. alone. Uh, But then, like, the new universe started to form out of paperclips. And you're like, oh, thank God. (laughs) I I love this footnote included Mm. about, like, oh, then the universe restarted with a paperclip. And it's like, you know, it should have been a hydrogen molecule, but no, that's actually wrong. Because matter just keeps appearing as random shit that you find around like places mm. like paper clips but also you know old kate bush cd yes <laughs> uh it rocks like keys to the radiator like yeah mm-hmm. yeah little buttons and shit yeah right I like it. it's, I, it's very good there's something about like you know it is it is just random matter but also like it, it's constantly happening so it has mechanisms for both like again it's one of the things similar to later on in um hogfather where uh, the wizards accidentally create a little gnome who steal oh no, a little monster that uh, steals and eats all of the missing socks oh, from love your it. pairs after the laundry. And it ends up looking like basically like the fucking Teletubbies vacuum. Oh, but like yeah, biological. Much. Oh, I don't like that. Like a little, like a little, like a little, like a fucking elephant, um, just scuttling around oh, okay. and that's scooping cu- them up. That's with cute, it, then. With its, trunk. it's more like a, it's more like a Flintstones dinosaur. <laughs> but you, know, you made me think of like Akira, like biotech stuff. Uh, yeah. and I was like, mm, I don't like that. I, I don't like that. <laughs> so, uh, in in this in this conversation, the King of Hell has with Death. Uh, he's like, I'm, you know, I'm looking for Rincewind. Uh the demon Rincewind, and Death's like, uh, you mean the 
like the wizard, like the guy. Yeah, like my, like my sort of weird, the sort of weird friend. Human question mark. Yeah. <laughs> my best friend slash enemy Rincewind slash obsession. Th- that my work friend, my work, <laughs> my work acquaintance. Yeah. I don't have a lot of those. I remember him very mm-hmm. well. Um, but this, the king of hell, like goes off. He's just like, what? You? He's not a fucking demon. Um, you fuck up. He's just a guy. This is where the King of Hell starts to get like really. This mad. is where he turns into like an actual demon for a second. Yeah, and he stops being a where he stops devil. being I am evil Homer and starts being like Ned Flanders getting mad in the, that uh, one tree. Uh, yes, yes, you you are not smarter than me. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! So the the lads are hanging out with the the creator. Um, and he's just like, no, yeah, it's, you know, they, they like watch the Big Bang and it's, it, stuff starts coming into being. Um, and he talks about like, you know, yeah, you know, I make, make all my own stuff, you know, all the snowflakes and shit. I make all my own trees. You know how hard it is to make trees? And he's just like. Very professional, but also like very whiny. Yes. yes. He's, he's <laughs> yes, a contractor. He hates when people do it the lazy way. You know, way. some people will just set up some general, like, basic rules. And then after 13 billion years, where are you? A universe that's falling apart, black holes the side of your, size of your head, and then what are you gonna do? Mm-hmm. This this has big, uh, Time Bandits energy. Um, I don't know familiar. if any of you have seen that movie. No. Um, nope. Okay, fair enough. I have not. I tried watching it once, but I like the rental ran out and like yeah sure i I, i'd recommend it i think it's fun um that yeah this this has a lot of like the kind of uh weird kind of terry gilliam stuff where he's he's obsessed with like the not the bureaucratization but just like the you know the humdrum the minutia minutia yeah kind of thing um minutiae or you know these these underlings of god uh steal this map that shows all these holes in, in the time space continuum and they're going to steal a bunch of shit but like th- they do it because like they're not paid very well to like make trees and shit and mm. this precocious young man uh by young man i mean he's like 12 uh this this eric figure except likable uh you know joins them on a <laughs> merry chase good. and eric but good well because he yeah he also knows about <laughs> all the history like they go to you know robin hood and john cleese's robin hood and it's fun uh, and they go to Napoleon, and Ian Holm plays Napoleon, and it's fun. Um, <clears throat> and, you know, they steal a bunch of shit. Uh, and then in the end, like, God shows up, and he's like, yep, okay, well, we're done here, all of you come back to work. And they're all like, okay. Um, and Yes, sir, sorry, sir. Basically, yeah, but it's just like, I, I, I love media where, like, British men just hate God so much. <laughs> Uh-huh. Um, media where the British curse God. Mm. <laughs> the, the, media where the British uh, decide that the God really needs a j- jolly good talking to. <laughs> God, God's a piece of shit, said the British, and it's like, yeah, you think you're not that? Wrong. Okay, you're like you're not wrong, but <laughs> the British are like, oh, you really let us do all that, huh? <laughs> um... God. If there is a God, how do you explain just England? We told off. You know, I, I never, I never considered blaming England on God before. <laughs> I this is actually very well timed. I there's a former student of mine, but he's in the class now. But we'll like, I was out with him for a cricket game the other day at school, uh-huh. and uh, he's he's just he's a funny like kid, and he gets into these things of like just trying to act very braggadocious about the most ridiculous bullshit. Uh-huh. 
like he he had he has this whole bit uh which he loves of like you know i invented everything it, even to the extent where like a classmate of his asked me miss is he doing the invented everything bit i'm like yes and he goes god damn it uh. <laughs> um but he was just going you know like you know um do you know i invented everything i invented this this and then i was like just went uh-huh 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 and then i went hey brad why didn't you invent England? <laughs> and well, uh, this was after I'd already gone. Like, like why did you invent racism? Ten thousand years detention for inventing racism. <laughs> um, but I asked him like, why did you invent England? And he goes, well, I needed to invent a place uh, so we have all have one place that we can just make fun of, and the people there can't do anything. About. <laughs> I'm like, good on. Ah, shit, he's mastered good the art answer. of the just so story. Uh... <laughs> Good for him. Shout out to Brad. Um, <laughs> so they, they, yeah, they, they sit around talking to the creator here. Um, I love the line because we go back to uh, the King of Hell and it's like, uh, Astrofigal surfed across the entropy slope. Um, <laughs> Whee! As, as he's going through his demon transformation. And like the luggage also hurtling through the vacuum of space, just like it's some. <laughs> just angry. <laughs> So angry. So angry. He's so e- he's so angry. <laughs> no talk. He angry. Do not do not under any, any circumstances try to pet the luggage's tummy. It's always a trap. <laughs> I do like Terry uh, musing about the metaphysical aspect of demons. Again, just the thing that feels very good omensy in a very weird way. Mm. The fact that like, oh yes, these his leather wings. They weren't actually leather. Oh yeah, because. A, leather doesn't fold up well, and B, they're actually made of some weird, like, I don't know. It's like, like magnetic. Cosmic pulse. mathematical form. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I, I really like that image. It, it's beyond human comprehension. Comprehension. Yeah. Like, the, the physical nature it's of It's just, like, matter moving in a weird way. Terry, do more of that one. Yeah. Um, more of that, less of horny teenager. Which he does in Good Omens when he talks about, like, how many uh, demons can dance on a pinhead. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Um, and the fact that demons can just travel through phone lines and such. I love that. God, good omens is good. Um, omens. <laughs> uh, so, back with the lads, uh, the the disc world just kind of suddenly shows up under them, and now they are gravitationally pulled towards it. And now they're falling. Um, and <laughs> so Rincewind is like, "Fuck, fuck, God, no!" I I do love the bit with like the creator doesn't understand what's wrong. He's like, "What?" Yeah. <laughs> like. It's fine. I, Eric's like, can you make the ground softer? Um, <clears throat> I can do. I can do you a good bob. I, I can get you do you a complete quicksand with a marsh and a swamp on sweet. It'll yeah. be they're very very popular. There he is, the bastard. That's the reason why we're all we were all afraid of quicksand as children. <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right. I need to address that. What? 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 <laughs> what? what? Why is this such a weird American thing? You were all afraid of quicksand. Cartoons. It's in a lot of cartoons. It's in every cartoon. Yeah. Yeah, no, I watched those cartoons as well. I knew they were fake. <laughs> like, quicksand is scary. Oh, this is only an American thing. Julie. It's so weird. <laughs> no, this is such because like I have brought this up with coworkers and friends here, and they're just like, "Wait, what? Mm. Why? Why were people fra- afraid of quicksand? It's scary. It's just like you. And you're you. just like, I don't know. But every American I'm friends with is what between the ages of seven and thirteen universally terrified of quicksand sure, sure. yeah i don't want to get eaten by quicksands yeah you you can't get out well i thought i saw a post on tumblr that says like quicksand um 
for some reason, for some reason, my my mental image of things as a child was quicksand is everywhere, and you know what else is everywhere? Pits full of spikes. <laughs> Gotta be careful. We've yeah. watched too much yeah. Lupin the Third. Is the problem? We we did watch too much Lupin the Third. <laughs> More than any human being should watch. No one should watch this much Lupin the Third. I I guess maybe because I switched to like I don't know. Gundam and Dragon Ball Z as a kid that I just avoided more of that but I also watched those cartoons I'm like I don't remember being it, it being that prevalent well like, yeah quicksand can't get Goku we know this um, that's true this is well according to Chris uh, he would simply co- command man <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> according to Chris fuck according off. to Chris uh, there is no, is no match for master. Goku <laughs> no no uh what is the wording on it? There's no uh, form of quicksand that could defeat Goku. The creator just like plops him down on a beach. He's like, here you go. I, I tweaked the, the law of velocity real quick so you, you didn't die. And Rinsuin's like, well, thanks. That's exactly what we want. There we go. Great. He's like, okay, bye. Uh, and Eric's like, what a nice man. What a, <laughs> what nice, a nice man. man. <laughs> <laughs> like, Eric does nothing in the sequence. Eric has fucking nothing to say. No. In this whole this, sequence. This whole thing is just yeah. people explaining things to Eric. Yeah, basically, like, they're just there, and then Rincewind comes up with an idea and also accidentally starts all life on Discord. Sure. Well, I, I, I love here, so he's like, okay, well, what, you know, what do we do now? Because uh, they're just on a beach, and there's nothing here. Um, and Rincewind's like... Yeah, they're on the Evangelion beach. Yeah. <laughs> truly. God. And Rincewind's like, well, you, you wanted to live forever. Beginning so of Evangelion. you're going to live forever. From from the beginning of time mm-hmm. to the end, <laughs> right? The, you kind of got monkey's pod, but kind of not. It was Rincewind fun seeing says the Ian. Do you like Ian's? Everyone, he says Ian's. Say the thing, Rincewind. Holly's <laughs> extremely bitter that this book invoked the Ian's. Oh, well, I mean, he it invokes Boudoir as well. Like they're both they're both good jokes, and he just he just recycles again. Um, I'm fine with it. Yeah. Um, I do like how Eric's like, but I I phrased my wishes very specifically so they couldn't be turned around on me, and he's like. <laughs> But clearly you fucking did you, not. You did not, child. <laughs> Eric Eric is literally, I would simply phrase my wish so that it could not be turned around on me. <laughs> I, I simply wouldn't get monkey's pod. I, there's a line in here where it's, Rincewind's like, it is rather amusing now that you mention it, said Rincewind, his face expressionless. That's me reading this book. Um... <laughs> <laughs> god and he's like okay well yeah he like takes inventory of the stuff that he has he's like okay i got the shitty sandwich that sucks um i have me throws it away and i mark and i both choose to believe that that um it is the bacteria in rincewind's mouth that kickstarts mm-hmm. all life on the disc yeah oh yeah oh yeah yeah for sure i think that's right um the, there's like a line is like the the flavor explosion causes yes. the bacteria to go mad <laughs> are you talking about fucking capri sun terry what the fuck <laughs> I do also like uh, Rincewind telling Eric, oh, if you see a fish try and crawl out of the ocean, just tell him right, yes. not to. <laughs> please save us all a lot of time. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, please don't make me do this. Um, <laughs> so he's like, oh, but I also have this demonologist kit. Uh, maybe he'll be good for something. Um, and so the, the king of hell busts onto the scene, but, you know, they're gone with nothing but some traces of a demon circle in the sand. Um... And the the lads have transported to uh, the door of hell. Um, mm-hmm. Rincewind goes to hell, um, where he belongs. Where where he belongs. So they uh they're they're here at the gates of hell. Um, they made the demon circle work in reverse. Uh, and Rincewind's yeah, like, I, don't give I a did shit. like that bit. That was very cool. 
Okay, so I also enjoy that bit. I simply, I simply summoned us to hell. I, he's like, I don't give a shit, fuck you. And I know that that's Terry being like, fuck you, lore fuckers, I don't gotta do shit. But it pisses me off because it's like, okay, but that's an opportunity to like give Eric any kind of characterization. Yes. like make give him, him something, likable, Like, <laughs> it's... Literally anything. Literally anything. Um, but, you know, I don't know, he's just a, a little hacker who hacks into the mainframe, whatever the fuck. <laughs> Uh, in English, please. In English, point Dexter. <laughs> <laughs> Eric, the most in the most shitty child voice possible. They're fucking our They're pussies. They're fucking our pussies, said Eric. <laughs> uh, and he would love to say that. Um, yeah, absolutely. God. So they, they walk up to the door and they meet this, this guy. Uh, there is a line here where Terry's like, um, it would be a lazy use of language to describe it as a nightmare. And I'm just like, Terry. <laughs> don't don't please don't i'm i'm struggling not to call this book lazy because no creative work is lazy they all require some kind of work but you are phoning this one terry in, this dude. is such a phoned in book do not invoke the word lazy for me like <laughs> don't do it i kind of read this as a bit of a dig at like the lovecraft style of writing yeah oh, that too it's so like, spooky absolutely. i couldn't possibly describe it <laughs> yeah that's oh i saw an yeah, italian yeah. oh no believe <laughs> Woof. Yeah, yeah, because it's it's some many many tentacled, many headed thing. But I'm just like Terry, don't don't offer me that word. Like, yeah. <laughs> don't tempt me into calling this a lazy book because I don't want to. But <laughs> um, it's it's one of the laziest we've read. Uh, and so <laughs> this uh, God, what is his name? Uh, like Urgle Flaga or something? Yes. Um, the- <laughs> just make random like there. That's the demon name. Yeah, he has uh, a name something written. dog breath smell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like if the Swedish chef. <laughs> yeah, basically. Woof. Bork, 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 bork. Uh, but he he opens the door and like starts doing like customer st- service speech at them. Right, and he's um, wearing a name tag. Like like disjointed random customer service. God, speech. hell hell is customer <laughs> service. Like yeah, <laughs> nailed that one. Uh I didn't write down what he says, but again, this is a scene where, like, a character sits down, says two lines, and then stands back up and starts walking. <laughs> I'm just like, why Why do you love doing this? <laughs> here's, a, here's a character just for this gag. All of these characters have ADHD. Oh. <laughs> they cannot sit still. They have to walk around the room, or they'll die. I Oh, suddenly I like them. <laughs> yes, this... <laughs> <laughs> there's there's nothing wrong with this guy is the thing because they're walking around oh no 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 i'm just saying <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. So, oh he's just like me for real it's like being like oh man this character fucking sucks oh yeah no actually they have this uh link to some minority representation representational trauma oh actually no actually the best. no i Fuck love everyone them. um <laughs> they're just like walking around and it's it's like a shitty office in there now um where there's potted plants all over the place and he's like i don't understand why we have potted plants um they don't invite me to any of the company outings because I'm too old. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. I I really like this description of the most bland, shitty office in like, you know, he talks about, oh, you're not musicians, are you? Because I'd feel really bad if you were considering the music oh, we're playing right yeah. now. <laughs> it just sounds like someone turned on a piano and left. <laughs> bum, 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 yeah. Bum, yeah, yeah, yeah. Bum, bum, bum. <laughs> it's like, 
And also going like, oh, gardeners? Gardeners, though, they have the worst. These plants? You know, people try and tell me they're fake. I can't believe they're fake. I don't want to imagine a world where a human sat down and deliberately created something that looked this bad <laughs> and smelled this worse. Oh, like... my God. Yeah, it, it rules. Uh, <laughs> and so Eric almost blows the cover that, like, they're not dead. Um, and I think, again, Rincewind, like, stomps on his foot or something. Um, yeah. But he... He flubs his way out of this in, in a very wizard way of, of like turning on the academia speak where he's just like, oh, no, we're, we're here for an appointment. Uh, do you do you want us to like bring up your grievances to, to higher management? And he's like, oh, that'd be great. <laughs> They're very, this is, this is just that they don't even have. Uh, they don't even have dental. <laughs> Truly. <laughs> what did Terry? Look at how many mouths you've got. They don't even have dental. <laughs> just being like oh oh man just upper management doesn't care yeah. about you guys do they i'm so sorry oh, to hear so that and just like it's so true <laughs> this it's job sucks. <laughs> the description when rincewind says like would you like me to have a word with them and like the demon's like would you he said like you know happily but not too happily so it's not get his oh, hopes up god like, <laughs> in the most de- dejected mm-hmm. way service workers behave like i i can't believe this will actually have an effect or else i will have my yes. shattered and it can't happen <laughs> oh again boy. it rocks it's i again like i i enjoy this this is fun mm. and so they they start poking around there's like this huge cavern it's described with big room dividers but i just picture like cubicles like i think that's what he's trying to invoke here yeah i think so um yeah and it's there's this that great segment where like we said they they take <laughs> the British love to take one good thing and then get rid of everything good about it. Uh, he describes that terrible hotel um, yes. <laughs> with like the the bad Welsh TV and and paperback novel that sucks and, and the, it's raining and you're fucking, bored. The bar that's just a table that's not open yeah. yet. It's not even open. Like the gross carpet and and that just seeps into your body and your mind. Uh, and so the the. The king of hell strove to distill that feeling and and give it to everyone. <laughs> they they take a look at in all these cubicles with all these folks, and there's you know a guy who before was having his liver eaten by a bird, and now just has to sit in here about the bird's hernia surgery. Um, and there's you know this that and the other. We see Sisyphus being read like yeah. OSHA regulations. <laughs> Uh, yes. For hours and hours, ten thousand volumes. Pushing a boulder. Mm. I like the conclusion Rincewind comes to of like boredom in the real world is bad, but like there's something it leads to. This just leads to more boredom. Right. This is the worst thing. Boredom. Ever. Boredom has contrast. This is just your reward for all this boredom is boredom. <laughs> boredom is a land of contrast. Boredom that you are paying, like the type of boredom that you are paying for, and you should be having a good time. <laughs> uh, yeah. And, like, even the demons are sick of this. The demons are like, man, just, like, this sucks. Like, I miss the boulder pushing. I would give Sisyphus, you know, like, a couple of encouraging words here and there. Lead him on a little bit. But now it's like, <laughs> God, this just sucks. There's nothing I can do. <laughs> I love I feel I bad. I love the bit where he's just like, I'll, I'll skip a couple subclauses, buddy. Like, it's, <laughs> it'll be okay. Um, <laughs> all, all, all that is fun. And so Eric's like, okay, or not Eric. Uh, Rincewind's like, okay, you like you, you know about this shit. Like, how do we get out of here? Like, what's what do we do? Um, and I I like this exchange where he's just like, uh, 
well, it could help if you're a girl um, or if you have a liar. And the, the line about my oh, dog yeah. has six legs got a chuckle out of me. And he's like, not that kind of liar. It's not even like, it took him a lot of effort to make that <laughs> he's just up. like, my dog. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, my dog has six legs. <laughs> okay. Wait a minute. That not that the lie that like, no, never mind. I was like, isn't that like one of the lies that the uh, people like the 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 people who have the dedicated liars in uh, equal rights? Ooh. Or, and then I'm like, no, that one is like my grandfather was actually quite yes, tall, something like that. Um, so you know, while they're trying to figure out how they can get out of here, uh, they they run into Ponce de Quorum and and the parrot again. He found the he found the uh, fountain of youth, but like it's also the fountain of dysentery. So like boil uh, yeah. that water. <laughs> he died because it's gross. God, water. yeah. We get a brief cut over to uh, Astfigel with all the the Dukes of Hell, and he's just like, "How'd some humans get in here? Have the guy who was supposed to be watching the door taken down and disassembled?" Um, yeah. We also see. Uh, Vasanego again, who's like this old. He takes the form of like an old lawyer guy yes again my mind is just like he is ted danson in my head sure. <laughs> yeah Listen, we all love to see De- ted danson in our head um yeah i like when he flosses <laughs> dancing with my head yes precisely. Yes, yes holly everything's ted danson <laughs> T- T- ted danson like not P- ted danson but it's d-a-n-c-i-n yeah. apostrophe yeah. as is that one yeah. tiktok of like cheaty's actor teaching him to floss <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. The luggage shows up, and the uh, <laughs> the the gates of hell know better. <laughs> they're just, they have this like right. vague like intellect to them, where they're just, they've, they've seen they, enough shit. They, they just open. They're just like, I'm not dealing with this. Yeah, no, thank you. <laughs> and the luggage kicks the door just to be an asshole. The luggage has been across all of time and space twice. It's very upset. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. And so they they wind up on like this giant treadmill that the King of Hell installed to like, oh, you thought your life was pointless before. Well, now you're just going to walk and not go anywhere uh, forever and ever and ever. Um, Yeah. And this whole book feels like walking on this treadmill. Mm -hmm. Uh, (laughs) So they. (laughs) Truly, we are in hell. Truly, we are in in very boring hell. All is strange and vague. Is this hell or are we reading Eric? (laughs) Uh, they, yeah, this is where they talk to Ponce about the the Fountain of Youth. Um, and that, that Ponce! Ponce, I'm I surprised it took this, took us this long to to get to Ponce. I've been distracted, but anyway, yeah, here here we go. Ponce always loved <laughs> Ponce always loved raw water. <laughs> Ponce loved the Fountain of Youth, <laughs> raw water. Uh, I was on a treadmill with a dead guy. <laughs> Um. <laughs> oh, <boy. laughs> okay. Okay. So, <laughs> Lamelius is also here, and he's like, "I want to." Honestly, I thought he'd be madder at Rincewood. He's just like, "Hey, what the fuck, dude?" <laughs> oh, ten fucking years. Yeah. Ten years, huh? <laughs> I mean, to be fair, that was like centuries ago, so he's over it. Sure. Sure. Um. But he's like, "Yeah, you can get out over there." <laughs> He just yeah. like points points across the room. I just asked um, a demon, and they were like, "Yeah, it's over there." <laughs> Again, there's an easy way to do things, folks. Like, please just ask. Like the luggage gets on the treadmill and and like runs it fast enough to bust it off the moorings. Yes, because um, the luggage the luggage has like flash 
superhuman speed. Mm-hmm. Well, it's because it's it's trying to run and it's trying to get to Rincewind, but Rincewind's up at the front of the treadmill. So no matter right. how hard it runs, it's not getting any closer. Hmm. Not getting any, not getting closer. Got to run but, faster. Yeah. yeah. It, l- listen, the the luggage is a simple man. Um. <laughs> I see. I see a Rincewind. I run toward it. Yes. Um, I'm sure this looks great in the comic. Like, I'm sure this this is is fun to look at. Um, it's yeah. not very interesting to read. Again, all is strange. Listen, reading this bit, I'm like, wait, what's happening exactly? Yeah. All is strange and vague. Are we dead? Or are we reading Precisely. Eric? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I was imagining, like, a big turnstile no. thing. Like, like a big wheel with a spoke, and I'm just like, how the fuck is this working? They talk about treadling so much, Holly. Yes. <laughs> yeah. It. I think they even say trip. Yeah, yeah they like, say it's a treadmill. Um, yeah, uh, my brain just, like, did a well, bad. Uh, Lavellius is also like, oh, I bet if like you put a card he's like conceptualizes tanks he's like oh i bet that would make war a lot safer and you'd make it easier to get home right okay that makes a lot more sense yeah that's that 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 line is in there um so like asper was like watching this like through his magic mirror we get a brief uh discussion with the dukes of hell where um plotting rebellion Yes, uh, Dukes of Hell, my new band name. Listen, we got okay. So we got the Darkians. We got what was what was the one of the previous? Uh, ones? We got Tracy in the coffins. We got uh, Nobby and the Good Cops. We got uh, the Dukes of Hell. We got there's definitely somebody else in there. Um, yeah, but so Vasnego is like okay, you know, what's his name told us to to watch and learn from humans, and I I I got a good way that we can overthrow him. Uh, and everyone's like, I don't know about this. I don't know. What if I? What if I get a, a Do memo? Do you ever want to hear another fucking a memo policy notice or whatever? And he's like, listen, no, no more of that. Oh, no god. more of any of that. We could um, be free. Oh god. I, I do love. If I never had to read another email yeah. every again. day, I receive emails. Um, <laughs> I do love all, all the demons standing around going, "Wow, corporate culture is the real evil." Yeah. <laughs> like, but so the. Like, the treadmill just crashes into the wall at the other end of, of this big room. Um, and the yes. the King of Hell comes down, and he catches the two of them. And uh, Terry describes this as the biggest room in the universe. Yes. Uh, sure. And very, very hideously decorated as well. Yes, because all, all the Kings of Hell have just done, done their whatever. worst. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, he's like, okay, now it's time to die for you. And again, we're just we're we're hurtling towards the conclusion here because when I was reading this, I was like, "There's two pages yeah, left I was, in this book." There's three pages left in this book. Yeah, <laughs> how you gonna how you gonna do this one, Terry? And the answer is poorly. <laughs> just hurtling towards this, um, and so uh, you know, everyone comes in, and you get a golden parachute, and you get a golden parachute, and you get a golden parachute. For for he's a jolly good fellow coming in here, and Vasnego's like, "Oh yeah, hey buddy." Great job. Congrats on the promotion. Um, You're the super president of hell forever. Yeah. <laughs> He's a jolly good rookie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he, he awards the king of hell uh, the outstanding achievement in the field of excellence. Um, he, he becomes... So he, like, traps him in this, like... He's like, okay, you're going to be the king of hell now. Uh, not the king. You're going to be the president of hell yeah. now. Well, um I was gonna say because this is what happens when you're old and you're in like, uh, you know, a corporate setting is that you just get phased out. Where they like they yep. don't fire you, they just give you nothing to do and put you in a 
in a room somewhere and they're like hey good yeah you just do nothing and we'll just pay you and work around you for this to work ask the goal just has to be the dumbest motherfucker on the planet for like a couple a couple minutes and he is fortunately he is yeah he like falls into this this just circular like corporate buzzword like hole um he's just like oh you mean i i get to analysis to synergize yeah (laughs) oh the analysis and the planning and and i get get to i get to synergize our paradigm (laughs) can i follow up on that and pasanego's like as much as you want buddy yeah sure (laughs) as many pens as you want dude like go to your cushy office and don't talk and they they have like a, a talking tube for him but they just cut it off it just doesn't like it's a phone that has the wire cut yeah, and he just never cares about that. Yeah, he's like, anyway, I got a, I got planning and branding and synergy to do. I'll get someone up here to fix that, mm. I'm sure. Um, and and Rincewind and Eric slink away. I have so many colored it, pencils. I've, listen, that one's a mood. Like, yeah, no, stationery is real. <laughs> I've 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 bought a nice set of colored pencils to to enjoy at my office. You know. Yeah. It's fun for me. Um, <laughs> this is fun to just. <laughs> this is fun for Jess. No, me um, too. This is what keeps me alive. Yes, this job. absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes uh, you just have to. You don't have to be insane here, but it sometimes helps. you just have to buy nice stationery to keep yourself from losing it. Yeah. Oh, we didn't even talk about the the door on the gates of hell. That's like you don't have to be damned to work here, but it helps. helps. Three exclamation points. <laughs> God. Rinson's like fucking multiple exclamation points. Truly, they are deranged here. Um, but so yeah, so it, uh, everyone lived happily ever after. Right, hell is happy because because there's no shitty corporate culture. Uh, Eric learned a valuable lesson. We're not sure what it was. Sure. Uh, the Sordians and the Phoebians ended their war and got down to the real business of planning a new war. Uh, the Tesman became enlightened uh, atheists when they worshipped the luggage, but nothing happened. So then they decided they'd do something else with their time. Um, sure. The creator got to make some stuff. He made he made some seven sided snowflakes and some alphabet snowflakes. Yeah, uh, Asphagal sits in his big office, and I guess that makes him happy too. Um, we get there's like this. Uh, it, Terry didn't have to put this one in where they're climbing the stairs out of hell, and they're like, oh my god, with this last me. this last fucking like. Paved with good intention. Is that yeah, I'm just shit? like, why'd we do this? This last, We're... like, kick in the dick of a joke. <laughs> <laughs> Which is like, oh, thanks for reading my, my bad book that no one liked. Here's just a terrible joke. <laughs> Equal opportunity employer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Okay. Ooh, <laughs> Now, heaven, on the other hand, that is an at-will employment mm, state, so... Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Terry, I, I already live here. I don't need to read this. <laughs> yeah, Terry, I don't have to read this. <laughs> I'm going to do something we're else ar- now. On. Terry, we're already, already in a failing neoliberal empire. Thank you. <laughs> no, th- like, no thank Terry. you, Terry. <laughs> Oops, I wrote the bad book. <laughs> just one one of those steps needs to be making jokes about how much it sucks here it's like yeah i know you ha- yeah i get it, Terry. No, I get it. <laughs> one of the stairs just says well that happens yeah no uh-huh yeah yeah no great <laughs> yeah it really does suck here god <laughs> fuck. distract me please. please terry 
Uh, but that, yeah, you know, they. I like when they're going up there, and Eric's like, "Well, where does it go?" <laughs> and Rinson's like, "Not and here. anywhere, anyone. I don't just fucking get books over, kid." And I'm just like, <laughs> "But also, it's like, kid, you're literally like getting out of hell. Yeah. Like, wh- wh- where else do you want to go? Like, <laughs> Dep- depending depending on what media you're consuming, it's either New Jersey if you're talking about robot hell, <laughs> um." There's probably some God, kind of hole hell. in the Antarctic. I, yeah. Um, if you're reading All Saints Street, it is in Australia. Checks the re- out. The real hell's inside your mind. It, it, I like it. All Saints Street posits that um, hell, and by extension, all demons, are Australian. Oh. Um, and heaven, and therefore all angels, are in are Canadian. Um, okay. Mm, got some problems with that, but okay. Mm. Sure. Like, it's just where they happen to be. I mean, like, it's a Chinese comic. It's not like, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, 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 yeah. Anyway, anyway in, in, in said comic, the kangaroos have taken over sizable chunks of hell, and honestly, the demons are kind of worried <laughs> about it. I wish there'd been a kangaroo in this book. Don't even, get, don't even get... <laughs> Again, you will have to wait until the last continent oh, for us man, to get kangaroos. Just put... <laughs> Put that, put that on a fucking cover. I, I wish there were more kangaroos. Yes. <laughs> that's the, that's uh, yeah, the but... byline for this podcast. <laughs> Book's over. Go home. Thanks for coming to read our book. Da, 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 da. Uh, yeah. What do we think uh, about this book? It's over. Bad! <laughs> it's not good, but yeah, like I said, it's like a bad cover song. We're like... Yeah, it's it's phoned yeah. in like it's not. It's it's that version of a uh, fucking yes, sir. I can boogie that done by the fucking Fratellis. Uh, <laughs> I don't think I know this. That's one. just a niche pull for you, Holly. That means nothing to anyone I, else. Like I saw that. <laughs> I mean, my, I know the Fratellis. I saw that in my YouTube recommendations, and I'm like, ooh, this will probably sound pretty good. I like this song, and I like the Fratellis. It's so bad. It's ghastly. Um, like link in the description, maybe. <laughs> I yeah, I'll, I'll yeah. I'm gonna up. I'm gonna be putting it into the chat so that we can listen to it. Yeah, like it's I. He leans too heavily on like what he's pulling from. Like it's yeah. It's it's similar yeah. problems to to the color of magic. Like I said, um, the dragon fuckers. Of yeah, Pern, dragon yeah. fuckers of Pern. The problem for me is just that half of this book is about being very bored, and uh, yeah. I don't want to read about. People being bored for a hundred pages. Yeah, this really does feel like a fucking old draft he pulled out of the door. Yeah, because like like, again, big backstep on like the the denouement stuff of just like, and then the book was over. Thank God. Yeah. Yeah. Again, I feel like like for a graphic novel, that's like yeah, okay, whatever. But like for a book, you can't do it like that. Um, I I am interested because like. There is, not to use a corporate buzzword, but there is, like, a synergy between this <laughs> and sorcery and good omens. Like, mm. it, it's, yes. there's, these are all threaded together, where this plus sorcery makes good omens. <laughs> yeah, he, he's really, he, <laughs> Terry's really trying to post through <laughs> it, and these books are the result. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, because, yeah, I looked it up because I was like, does this come out around the same time as Good Omens? They came out in the same fucking year. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, damn, okay. Guess guess which one he spent more time on. Mm. <laughs> I mean, guess which one also had another guy writing on it, so. Fair. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. Um, there's no fucking questions because no one wants to read this book. If someone wants to send us emails, where can they do that, Mark? Uh, write to us at thediscoursepod at gmail.com. And <laughs> the Eric us... defenders out there, I want to hear from them. <laughs> yeah, if, if, if your favorite book is, if your favorite book in the series is Eric, please talk to us. Please, please, please send us your address so I can personally come and kick you in the dick. <laughs> yeah, this, uh, this happened to my buddy Eric. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, if you're here to talk about injecting chocolate milk into an apple at uh, 400 feet in the air, um, amazing. Jess, where can we find you on the uh, As always, you can find me personally at several bad puns. Uh, you can find the show at The Discourse. Uh, if you just search for Zlorf, uh, we're all over there on the Zlorf net. Our theme music is done by Maxi Satan. Uh, you can find her at Pastel Hand Grenade on Bandcamp. Uh, she rolls. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, uh, Julie, how about you? You can find me on Twitter at GatsbyLow, L-O-W, uh, locked account, even though it's my main, because public school teacher, uh, especially after reading this book, no jokes <laughs> allowed. Um, <laughs> like, just no. I, I came back to school this mm. week, and I'm just like, yeah. <laughs> oh, kids, huh? <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, you can also find me on Twitter as well, at Fully underscore Julie. That's F double O L Y underscore J double O L Y. And that's just my art account. And related to that, you can also find me on Instagram at DL Hobbies. That's where me and my husband just post all our Warhammer stuff. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Um, Mark, where do we find uh, you? Follow me on Twitter at Avengifier. I don't know. I'm just tweeting dumb fucking bullshit. Whatever. It's... Mood. <laughs> that's what Twitter's yeah. for. Yeah. It's for getting updates on this podcast and saying dumb bullshit. Yeah. It's for me to quote tweet the Simpsons account uh, and just say Vimes. <laughs> <laughs> and then I retweet yeah. it and it's good. Yeah. And we're, we're all having a good time over on Twitter.com. Thank you, Mr. Musk. Weird nerds. Well, thanks, weird nerds. <laughs> Bad. God. Holly, where can the people find you? The people can find me at uh, Chum Personable. On Twitter, uh, they can find the podcast that the three of us do without Julie over at Lupin Lottery, where we have officially finished recording episodes on a couple of Lupin movies. Uh, watch out for those in the coming weeks. Um, you can find the podcast that I do with my friend Ashley uh, and uh, my my friends Ashley Pokey and my girlfriend Sky uh, over at Half Ronma Therapy, uh, where we're watching Ronma One Half. Uh, we just got to Kodachi Kuno, um, Wife City. Oh, <laughs> what? Why? In, in the in the words of uh, Ashley's other podcast, in the slightly edited words of Ashley's other podcast, Wife Kodachi. Oh. Mm. <laughs> and yeah, you can find my Patreon, Patreon.com/slash/HollyBEdelin. Where, uh, when you go there, you get access to my Discord channel where I post art and, um, chapters of fanfic early. Uh, if you wanna, if you wanna get access to those, it's a dollar. Yeah. Give Holly a dollar. Give Holly a dollar. Or several dollars. But yeah, that's it on my end. Um, would you all like to hear what, what and where we are reading up to Hell next week? Yes, please. Hell yeah. Please, please. Yes, please. <laughs> next, yeah, Jesus. <laughs> next week or next time, we are starting moving pictures, yeah. and we Hell are reading up yes. to 
What? I said how fucking <laughs> is. Uh, yes. <laughs> Moving Pictures, the introduction of Mustard Rod Cully, uh, Rid Cully, so very important book, technically. Okay. I, this is also the one about movies, so this is probably another Jeskor book. <laughs> yeah, this, listen, oh yeah, Same no, like, I like, I like a lot of the shit in this book, it's very yeah. good. Read us the line. His fingers closed around a small, unexpected rectangle. He pulled it out and looked at it. Silverfish's card. What page is that on? Uh, 56, oh. sorry. Oh, yeah. Cool, cool. But that will be next time on The Discourse. See you in a few hours and a hundred years. Goodbye. Bye. 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 Bye.